this is Devin Turak from the Freebooters Network. Today we bring you another episode of Anonymous Tabletop. We hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to Anonymous Tabletop episode 61. In this incredibly delayed episode, a majority of the crew calls in sick and I nearly end up recording alone. Tim's return was short-lived when Watson fills in on his mic, and Lathan gets hobby updates all to himself and still manages to run long anyway. Then I recap my solo adventure down to Gen Con, reluctantly talk about Disney's Lorcana, and I'm forced to provide an alibi for my whereabouts when a fortune in magic cards goes missing. And finally, Shut Up and Take My Money gets hijacked, Geeky Jean calls in sick, and Celebrity Deathmatch gets downright ballsy when it comes to rats. And don't forget about Tim Sack. The line for this one was a bit long, but hopefully it's worth the wait. But somehow I doubt it. As always, we'd like to remind you that this podcast is uncensored and may not be suitable for all audiences. In all honesty, it's not really suitable for any audience, if you ask us. But you have been warned. But anyway, on with the show. anyone out there anyone anyone tim tim gene gene katie K- watson lathan hi what holy crap somebody is here yeah turns out they're, did they like did, are we on the right day i don't know i think i i don't know it's did oppo- we record today really I, I didn't think we were recording today until all of a sudden i decided to go in the basement and start recording and there Perfect. we go so so you mean to tell me I've been waiting down here in the dark for the last four days? Probably. I, I, I'm sorry I left you down in the dark because I, I thought I heard left the lights on for you. But. It's the baby bird effect, man. You turn <laughs> off the lights, I fall asleep. That's not cool. <laughs> well, I'm no. carrying a flashlight from now on. <laughs> well, that, well, I do appreciate you showing up here. Otherwise, it would have been podcast solo as well as con solo. I met that dude. <laughs> you did, did me, Did you get my money from him? Con solo? He no me money. That's me. I oh. was Consolo. I was at Gen Con oh. all by myself. No, this is a different Consolo. Oh, okay. About your height. Okay. But a little bit smaller head. Okay. Oh, smaller head. Oh, yeah. that's a lot yeah, of people. Smaller head. That's a lot of people. Yeah. I, I I got a pretty big noggin. I've been told. I've been told I got a very big head. Uh, so, yes, uh, as you can tell, this is the Anonymous Tabletop Podcast. As always, I'm Dave. Lathan has also joined me, and Tim, Gene, and all the rest of these buffoons have decided to take the day off due to illnesses. What's now, wrong with these people being it, sick all the time? Now, I'd be willing to bet it's this, you know, like, spawn of Hades. If I own a place here <laughs> and own a place in hell, I'd rent this place out and live in hell weather that we are having. <laughs> no kidding. Holy crap. It's, Dude, been, it's been bouncing around between 95 and 100 for like a month now. That and like, and worse, every once in a while, it'll, it'll sucker you because we did have a couple last week. We had oh, a yeah. couple of 70 degree days where they're in the 70s. And I was like, this is my weather. This yeah, is great. Me too. Oh, I'm, then, a, I'm a tall, kind of heavy guy. And it's like, you know, that's not good. That's not good. When you get 95, 100 degrees, it makes it unbearable. I can't go in the garage. I can't no. go outside. I got to stay downstairs in the basement and record stuff. Oh, uh, well, well, my thing with it was this is the fact that we had those good days. And then when we have the bad days, and as you guys know, motorcycle guy, mm-hmm. motorcycle guy who wants to stay alive. So helmet, gloves, jacket, long pants all the time. 
So you're, so you're like making your own gravy. As long as, <laughs> as long as I'm moving, I'm good. You know, 40 miles an hour and above, I'm good. Yeah. And stoplights, of course. <laughs> the problem is there are 27 stoplights between my house and Dave's, and they're only three miles apart. Yeah, but that's why. In I- addition, they're all left turns. I don't. <laughs> I swear, I think it's a left turn even into the fucking driveway. That's how bad it is. <laughs> You're just driving the wrong direction. You go the other direction, it'll be all right turns. You're Dude, great. Oh, it's almost worth it for me to go 20 miles out of my way. <laughs> hey, my aunt did that yesterday. She came down to visit Katie and I yesterday for a little bit. I got, of course, wrangled into doing uh, PC work for her, trying to upgrade a uh, a 10-year-old laptop with a abysmal four gigs of RAM on it. And she's wondering why it's running slow. I says, well, it's it's a computer that should be put out to pasture, but yet. You're, you're, you want it to keep going. Here's what we can do with it. We can wipe it. We can install Chrome OS on it. It'll boot only into your browser, and that's all you do. Everything mm-hmm. you do, you do in your browser. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I've got it working, so I, I've got it okay. And, and because of that, she uh, she gifted me. I, I put the picture on the, on the Facebook page, and that she gifted me the General's hot sauce, which are basically three different versions of hot sauce uh, in uh, grenade bottles. That one gives you a warning. When they put it in a bottle like that, it gives you a warning. Yeah, but I think it might be a false warning because I, I don't think they're going to be as hot as they say they're going to be. Now I've had some really hot stuff, and they say usually like they give you the warning that we're going to kill you mm-hmm. kind of hot sauce. Have so, your antacid standing by. Yes, yes, like uh, yeah, anything like butt burners and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Dave's insanity is pretty hot. Or that yeah. if you ever had the chance to try the bomb from the yes, it is horrid. Oh, it, it is horrid. It's, not, it's, it's about hot. It's not about flavor. No, and it's bad. I don't. I don't want hot hot sauce. I know. Joe, I know if you're listening to this podcast, I know you like hot for hot sake. I do not. Yeah, I, I like either. flavorful hot. I like that that nice bitey. It's got a good flavor, and then it has heat at the back end, makes you think about it. But heat for heat's sake is not a hot exactly. sauce. Give me a good, give me a good Jamaican jerk yeah. style hot sauce where you can still taste the chicken underneath it, and I am there. Mm-hmm. I am all over it. Oh yeah. But you give me these ones, you know, like give me a mango habanero. Oh, where yeah. it's where it's where it's, it's like that little that sweetness, sweetness, and, and then, then it, it, it bite. And the bite is all at the back of the throat. Mm-hmm. It's not up. It's not up in your face. Where oh, that's that's the good stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. You, I you, want stuff. You want more. You want more. It's not like you're going. Oh, I'm never going to have this again. You want exactly. more. I want ones that, on the way out, <laughs> I am not cursing somebody's mother. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. Oh, those those the ones that burn on the way out are are horrible oh. horrible things. I don't think they're worth the price of admission. They no. are. You you've ever described a person as being as about as useful as an asshole with taste buds? Oh, I've never they're heard that, that, but it's interesting. I'm going to use it for yeah. They're that level of bad, where it's just like, oh my god, no! There are certain things that just do not go together. Taste buds and asshole. Not <laughs> yeah, a good combination. no, no. I, I don't want to. I don't want to taste it coming out. Uh, I did. I, I barely liked it going in. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. so okay. But first of all, what we're gonna do is since it's just Lathan and I, I've decided I bought some of these Jones special releases. I've got a hatch chili and lime. He's got turkey and gravy Tur- soda. Yes, and I've had it before. If you've listened to a previous podcast, you might have heard my review of that. You uh-huh. are the lucky one who gets to drink it today because I already did. It has been okay. I made the mistake of drinking it warm. Oh. 
Yeah, that's always a mistake. It's it is. So I put these in the fridge for us. I have a hats chili. You've got your turkey dinner. So we're gonna pour ourselves a little glass, and we're gonna well, see maybe Jones Special Release Soda will sponsor us for future episodes. I'm gonna doubt it. Well, my thing well, is mine this. Mine is a weird green. I mean, the green is cool. No, my thing with this is this. This looks like uh, it I, looks like gravy. Well, no, it looks kind of like. They're not going to sponsor us after I say this. I'm letting you know now. <laughs> oh, it looks like a urine specimen. Exactly. <laughs> it looks like Corona. Oh, you know, God. like 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 like. Wait, so it looks like Corona. So or you're piss, basically or wait. piss warm chongo or something. So, this so, is just, just, so, just so you're comparing Corona to piss water. That's that's ninety nine point nine percent of the beer on the market. That's okay? fair. Any of the any of the lights. It's okay. Well, right. belly. Uh, you go ahead and try. Give your shout. Proust. Proust. Oh. That's not bad. My my hat's chili is not bad. How was your uh, turkey day? <laughs> I already know. Eh. Really? It, it ain't great. It, it ain't must bad. be it's better just... when it's cold because I drank it warm and I couldn't mm. choke down a bottle. Of oh that. no, I'll probably fin- I'll probably finish off the <laughs> bottle uh, the... mainly because I'm thirsty more than anything oh, else. Oh, that's good. Well, the, the hats but... the hats chili is actually the chili is not good. bad. Yeah, I've had the chili one before. Now, now I've had I've had a beer. I've had mm. a beer which is basically uh, a light mm. beer, basically with some jalapeno in it. Mm-hmm. Was enjoyable. I liked it enough. It actually was good enough. But it had that little bit of a bite at the bit. I think this is exactly <laughs> like that. It's like Sprite, tainted a really weird colored green, and with a chili what's little the, bit of kick at the end. What's that one? Um, there's like that green soda in Wisconsin. I forget what it's called. Oh, uh, oh yeah. Um, oh, 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 Green River. Yeah, that's what it. That's what it reminds yeah. me of. It reminds me of that with with a splash of of. Uh, see with the green chili Tabasco in it or something. Yeah, that's fair. That's what it. That's what it kind of reminds me. This isn't me of. bad. I would drink this. Yeah, I yeah. would drink this. I don't. I don't think I'd drink what you're having. I, I don't know. The, that's why when you when you quickly grab the hats chili, I like said no. You get to drink. <laughs> I need someone else's opinion on this horrible turkey soda. It, it, it's not. It's not great. It's not bad. It's. it's well, I, it, it clearly looks wet. It, well, <laughs> that's all I can. Say. That's, I guess that's a. That's a, that's plug, a positive. That's it, a positive. It, it's, it's wet. wet. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 something I can put in a glass. I'm feeling I'm feeling kind of like data where he's describing how Debron whiskey to 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 Scotty, where he's okay. like, it is, it is, it is green. It is green. <laughs> All right. well, well, this, this is it is it well, is. Well, this stuff is it's definitely fizzy and wet. You're not dead, so that's a plus. Mm-hmm. I do need the extra person on the podcast, so that's good. Don't let it kill you before yeah. we're done. And I am feel my 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 right arm is a little numb, but mm. I think I'll be okay. It's the left one you got to worry about. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, then I'm good. I'm good. That's good. Okay, good, good. Uh, so, but, so there we go. We've had our Jones special release soda. No, um, I do. I have to that, admit, Jones is is kind of one of those fun companies. Oh, it is. Yeah. I, what I love about them is if you look at um, did you look at all the bottles for the chili one? No. They have like six different labels. Oh, no. and all the labels are different, and they they look really cool. The, oh. That's the funnest, like the funnest part. Yeah, this of Jones. one. This one's a desert scene with a with a cactus in it, pretty much. Yeah, they says, had one like with this umbrella dude. They had. Oh, I mean, really? They had like a car. They're all. Each one has a different theme to it, which is okay. kind of cool. So it's like at least the bottles look. What's well, cool. fair? Yeah, I I would drink this again. I think this this I you know what Jones you have you've knocked out knocked it out with a winner. The hatch chili and lime mm-hmm. and lime. So it's yeah. a little bit of a that spritey taste with a little bit of a with a little bit of a hatch chili at the end. It's yeah. not bad. The turkey and gravy is is not great. No, it's not, not one. It's it's not one that I'm going to seek out. Yeah. Um, it is one that I will probably, before this podcast is over, I will reach over every once in a while, drink a little bit of it, set it down, realize that it's okay. Still horrible. And then, Don't it, let it get warm. Don't let oh, it get warm. Oh, I'm yeah, going to tell no. you that was a mistake I made. 
Oh no, I've had enough. I've had enough of those guys. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the thing with a lot of these is I I like trying weird stuff like this. Oh, out, so do so I. It doesn't bother yeah. me. Just well, because like I used to, um, I used yeah. to love Farm and Fleet. Sure, going in there mainly because they had the old timey sodas by the bottle. Okay, so you could go in and buy. They had like a aisle that had like ten different types of root beer in it, and Stephen McAllister's sarsaparilla stuff and the like sarsaparilla that. and like the all these weird soda flavors that I'm like. I'm gonna try every last one of these suckers. Oh yeah, no, I, yeah, I, I, especially since you can buy like you can usually get like six of them for like four bucks. Yeah, it's like what a deal. I like, I'm gonna get, and that's the same thing with the Jones stuff. Is you walk down the aisle of Meyer, and I, I looked and I say, oh yeah, these things are, these things are cheap. I said they're probably gonna poison us both, but you know what? It'll be for the content. We'll take it's that for punch you. for the content. There I'll take go. a kick in the ass for the content. That's man. good. Bring it on. I usually do. So it's I, I usually <laughs> get beaten down for the content every time we record. So that's what makes it fun. It does. It does. But now we've got our intros because our intros are very very short. Hey Watson, Watson, why are you wandering around? You got to come over here and sit over here. You got to do this. Got to stop wandering around. I don't trust you. You're a very 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 uh, uh, me. devilish little dog. Okay. Why are you bugging me? You know I have issues with little teeny tiny dogs. I know. Because you don't have you don't you're too small to have a job. I've See, got shoes bigger than you. I know. But you know what's and funny? That's why he comes and bugs me. We've been given the dog for a while. Uh Katie's probably gonna come down in a little bit. So Lathan and I it's like it's like uh pretty much like Mr. Mom. We're trying to take care of this one little dog and we're like and we can't. Or it's uh two men and a baby, I guess, yeah, right? It's it's too close to the ground. That's a long fucking way down there. He's too close to the ground. Oh, and we have absolutely no idea how to care for this thing. This thing is just running around, running amok yeah. right now. I don't even know what to do with it right amok, now. Amok, 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 amok. <laughs> damn it. I am never saying that word again because what every word? one of you runs a... No, I'm not saying it. Oh, please. You're going to say it again. <laughs> I'm not saying it that, again. Now I am on a quest to You're make a quest. you say that word. Sure, uh, you it's will... almost as bad as making people say moist. Oh, and moist fact, is okay though. I think I'm gonna slide moist into every. Everybody slides in moist. Every chance I get, I'm oh, just gonna go. Yeah, I know you gotta. You know, I mean, because the soda is kind of moist. It's kind of moist. Moist, yes, yeah, no, absolutely. It's, it's very I mean, moist. Can, I and, and if you're gonna do it, you gotta get in close to. The oh mic. yeah, you gotta. And just kind of lower it down. A little bit. breathy. Yeah. It's gotta be good. It's gotta be nice and central. That's so it, I know that yeah, soda. That's the way it goes. Nice and moist. Yeah, moist soda. You know what? That's a plug if I've ever heard one. Jones Soda. It's moist. Oh yes, yeah, moist, oh, yeah. moist soda, moist soda. All right, well, Lathan, you are here. Uh, what have you been up to, hobby update wise? Hobby update: I have gone orc crazy. You have, Mister Modulork. Mm-hmm. He put out last month for their Patreon. He did orc rockers, so I've got an entire sure. band of orcs playing all these instruments. I got a drummer, and I got you know, like a guitarist, and I got the guitar guy, and. So I have been going. Did you put little Devo hats on him? No, but he's got one that has kind of. He's got one that um, I probably could. Yeah. But instead, what I'm doing. um, So he did a stage. Okay. With speakers and lights. Wow. I'm like, I'm losing my mind on this thing. So I've started building out the stage. I've got the stage built. I went. He's got a 3D printable stage. Yeah. I didn't do the print version of it mainly because it's it would have taken about twenty to 40 hours of print time. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. And I own a laser. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, especially, (laughs) and yeah, considering the stage itself is pretty primed to be laser. Exactly. Yeah. And I was able to, I told myself, it's like, okay, the first plate of this thing is going to take six hours for me to to do. The first piece is going to take six hours. In six hours, can I design 
and cut the stage on the laser. So you you gave yourself a challenge. I gave myself a challenge, right. a six hour challenge, and I had it done in four. <laughs> Take that, three D printing. That I was like, yeah, I, I love my three D printer. Yeah. But there are sometimes that a laser is just faster. Oh, yeah. It you got to use the right tool for the right job. Yeah. And sometimes, yeah, I understand that if you're doing something super detailed, you want a bunch of greeblies and a bunch of weirdness on that, mm -hmm. that's going to be primed for uh, the, the 3D printer. But if you're looking for a box that you can kind of put a bunch of guys. Now, here's what you're, are you, what are you doing this for? Why are you doing this? Are you just dioramas. Okay. Just diorama. Cool. That's it. Well, and that's the thing with it. I, I've been seeing a lot of Kickstarters lately for mm. um, 3D printed um, like paint storage units and those kind of things. Yeah. Absolutely. And I'm like, these look freaking awesome. But then you have to understand that it's going to take forever to print those. I don't yeah. care what printer you're using. Yeah. It's going to take forever because I'm trying to think. My last paints that I bought came with 50 paints. Yeah, fifty paints and fifty paints in the set. Which How big is this thing? This thing would have to be huge. And that's the thing you got to remember when you start putting those out. You're talking about things that are the 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 piece that you're building to really fit it is bigger than one printing plate. Yeah, so you're you're basically be you're never building gonna, in pieces. Exactly, you're never going to do it on a resin. Yeah. So you're going to do it on an FDM. And if your FDM is like most of them, you've got a one foot. You've got a maximum yeah. of one square foot. Yeah. The problem is your print area is going to take up. Two, maybe three feet of space. Yeah. Um, that's a lot of material. That's a lot of time. And the time, the time isn't, it's not like with a resin printer where the time is fixed. You're pay, the only penalty you pay is how tall something is. Yeah. How many layers. On a FDM printer, no. You pay a penalty for movement. Yeah. And the more movement you have to do, the longer it's going to take. So you could have something that is only two inches tall, but if you're covering that whole plate yeah. with like little gaps here and there, it has to traverse all that time. And yeah. that adds up fast. Oh, I, I can imagine. I mean, I've seen some of the, the, the printers that are going, ex ex even the ones that are going extremely fast now. I, it just, it just seems like, and also it seems like if there's one small hiccup in your, it's like, boom, yep. and all of a sudden you're like, Hey, I've gone 45 hours into a 60 hour print. And now all of a sudden it's, Oh, look at that. That's it's broken. A, it's a giant plastic paperweight that yeah. you have to figure out what you're going to do with. Yeah, what do you uh, can you recycle those now? You What do you do with really. those? You can't really recycle. Okay. You can't really recycle the plastic. Really? Okay. It's not easy, put it that way. Yeah. Um you can get things that allow you to roll your own filament. <laughs> but most the average person isn't going to get one of those. Yeah, no, no. Because you got to shred it, then you got to melt it, then you got to extrude it, and you got to keep it to It's it's not it's very easy. It's very low tech. Yeah. And all the stuff for it. And you can buy machines that'll do it. It's just not worth the hassle when you can go and buy fresh. It's it's the dirty little secret of the recycling industry yeah, from yeah. the beginning. In that, remember when we used to have glass bottles for sodas? Oh, yeah. Like, all right. Hey, kids, Jones does. Look at Jones still well, going kids, with glass. Kids, way back in the day when we were little, mm -hmm. see, soda came in these things called reusable bottles that you take back to the store. Get a nickel for and get a nickel, unless you went to Minnesota and you could get ten cents. Oh, even better! The Kramer, the Kramer <laughs> and Newman experiment, right? Hey, driving on, driving off to, <laughs> driving off to Minnesota to deliver the the bottles. So yeah, but so then they came out with plastics. Well, we knew that 
you couldn't recycle plastic and have it be any good. Well, it, or or what you would do is you could recycle some of it, and mm. what you would do is then put the same symbol on every single bottle, mm. just put different numbers, and then fool people into think that they're recyclable, but they're only recyclable if you fire them into the sun. Because you need a special process to get them to, to recycle. Yeah, and the recycling industry knew this. Yeah. We knew it before we shipped them out. They made it our responsibility to recycle. So they made yeah. a bunch of plastic shit, sent it our way, and said, you could save the environment by recycling. Mm-hmm. Hey, I still try. I try. I still try. I throw my plastics into a bin. Mm-hmm. I send them away. Whatever they do with them, I don't know. All I know is I didn't dump them into a landfill. Now, if they took them, and then proceeded to dump them in a landfill. At least I feel better about mm-hmm. it. Hooray. It's the placebo effect. It is. Yeah. But, but yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, so that was the thing with the, with like the, with it. So I did the stage. I got mm-hmm. the stage all built. Um, it's in primer now waiting for me to paint it. The big thing with painting it is the stage is black. I mean, okay. it's a, it's a music concert stage. So yeah. it's going to be black. It's going to be a Maybe few some spots silvers, of silver, yeah. but, and it's for orcs. Yeah, there's uh, it's 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 you can a, throw some red, white, and yellow maybe exactly. on it if there's, you want to. There's a little bit to paint on, but not much. The big thing with it is I've got a bunch of these multicolor LEDs. Oh, neat! So I'm wiring up the lights that shine on the stage oh. with actual LEDs oh, that'll light up and, and light them up. Would be nice if if you ran like little just little plastic runners across the top and just put the, the LEDs. That's what they're on. Oh, nice! No, oh. worse. The guy designed Mr. Modular. Love yeah. him. He designed um, stage lights. <gasps> Like That's real cool. stage light shaped ones that are all beat up and crusty like the orcs built them. Yeah. They are hollow and they are sized for an LED. Oh, But when neat. he did it, he did them with lenses on them mm-hmm. that are removable. So you could print the body out of regular resin. And you clear. could print the lens out of clear. Nice. I was like, he thought he thought ahead and he did a wonderful job with them. Yeah. Um, the whole band looks killer. I've got, neat. I've got, I was, oddly enough, right before I came over here, mm-hmm. I was putting the, um, I was putting the green on all the guys. Okay. So all the guys' green coat is done. Yeah. Um, hopefully, I can, I'm, my, I want to get that one done this week. I want to get that project out the door and just just done. Um, yeah. Well, I, you got to get one project. Well, the fact is you are the man of many projects. You have many projects going at one time. Oh, yeah. I and, and this way, my goal for this year has been not necessarily improving my painting, mm-hmm. and more improving my painting speed. Gotcha. Because I can take my time and do some really, really great stuff. Yeah, but then you don't do enough of it. Exactly. Yeah. I can't spend five hours on a rank and file troop. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> that's why I do. Um, I can't. I can't do large scale armies. Just it, you give me five to ten guys and I can do it, but it'll take me a while. Mm-hmm. I cannot do an army because I cannot pull myself out of it and try to not paint every single mini well yeah well and that was my thing with the it's like okay because uh my tau army the part of the reason why i chose the all those piper makes models for my tau army was because her aesthetic was very minimalist okay there's enough detail in the model itself that you can literally use the model as the detail not the color and she doesn't have like all the greebles and dangly bits that are just annoying when it comes to painting that slow you down yeah so those i was able to blast through i was able to blast through an army with those i can't say the same for the official gw ones i could blast through all the tanks i could blast through the suits then i get to the then i get to the people and it grinds to a halt because they're just there there's there there's so many little teeny tiny details that you want to bring out yeah that you just can't 
it's not worth it's, it. It's yeah, it's it, you want it to be presentable from it, like if, unless you're looking at at competition quality. Like right. I, some of our painter friends that do these things, I don't know how they do the things they do, but. Like if you're looking for pure, you're still drinking it. You're still drinking it. I was trying to see if it, if the flavor changed anything. If the flavor profile changed a bit, it did it. <laughs> I'm, it's weird. I'm smelling like maple or I don't know why I did too. It's like a sugary. I, it's a it's a burned sugary I kind of smell. I have no idea why, and I don't know what it is. Yes. I, it, it might be because it's been sitting in my fridge for six months. But, hey, I don't know. It might be fermenting. I don't know. No, it's I, not fermenting. We're not that lucky. <laughs> We're not that lucky. <laughs> no, no. Actually, because I've, I've been drinking this weird stuff. I actually uh, – I was I – was, uh, because my birthday was a couple months ago, for some reason or other, lots of people got me Benny's gift cards. <laughs> so hey. – so I've been I started using the Binnie's gift cards now. So I've gone out to the out, out to the Binnie's and I picked up myself some IPA for today. But I also saw this thing called Bira Boom Extra Lager, and the only reason I bought it it's a giant bottle and it has a monkey with some weird crown on. Yeah, it's got a sock monkey on it. Yeah, it's like a it's like a weird sock monkey. Now I remember as a kid, I used to draw like a little. I used to draw monkeys as like logos all the time. This looks very much like the logo of a monkey that I drew a long, long, long time ago. So, but yeah, that's, uh, so I decided to buy this beer, uh, boom, extra lager. So I, I'm, that's, that's what my next, uh, next up in the queue after finishing up my Jones special release hatch chili and lime brought to you by Jones, Jones soda. Ever you want to drink something that's very bizarre, Jones soda. Their bacon is good. Oh, but yes, their bacon I, I, one the, was good. Their, ba- their maple bacon one is really good. It's actually a little, su- a little sweeter than I would think it would yep. be. But granted, it's maple bacon. It makes it makes some sense that it would be a little sweeter, being that it's maple and bacon. But you can't go wrong with that maple and bacon. Yeah. So other hobby updates. Um, uh, see what Kickstarter. So yeah. got in the sushi boat Kickstarter ride. Sushi boat, yes, it's very awesome. I did see that at Gen Con. It looks this, very cool. It, well, they were offering on the thing. It was like, hey, if you're going to Gen Con, you can actually pick it up there. You can. Um, I actually got mine. I was like, you know, I could have somebody pick it up. And I'm like, nah, I won't worry about it. I'm not in any rush to get it. Then, like, literally three days after Gen Con, the box shows up at my house. And I'm like, no email, no any notification, anything. I've gotten so it many Kickstarters that way where they well, just show up. It gets even better because then Monday of this week mm-hmm. that we were recording this, I got an email from them saying, here's your tracking number. And it's already there. Exactly. I'm like, whoa, these guys are good. Unfortunately, there's another motherfucker out there. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't attack him again. Hoop gods. <laughs> motherfucker still ain't delivering my shit. <sighs> I've gotten to the point now. You're drive I'm, to his house, aren't you? I'm about ready to. I'm about <laughs> ready to just straight up, you know, like pull a black op, go to old boy's house and be like, dude, what the fuck? I don't care if I have to stand over you while you type. I'm sorry. I spent your money. You know? I mean, I'm at, I'm at, knee, I'm at kneecapping folks level oh, right now go. with it. That's because, fair. Because that's the bullshit. Dude, be a fucking man. Grow a pair of goddamn balls. Be a fucking man and say, I spent the shit. What you going to do about it? Mm-hmm. Hey, Lathan, uh, tell us how you really feel. <laughs> hey, and I, you don't trust me. This is the toned down version. <laughs> this is the 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 quiet, restrained Lathan. This is the he's lucky I'm on the microphone version. 
<laughs> well. Because this level in the level of intensity in face to face. See, this is what we needed. Dental plan testing. Yes, this, this is, all this is what we needed, Lathan. We needed that Lathan boost to this episode. Otherwise, it would have been three hours of me recording myself. I don't think I can run around the mics that fast. I can't I can't play. T- hey, for me to poop on. Oh, thanks, Tim, for showing up. Yes, uh, let's give us some more bad accents. No, I will not. I will do this all day. Tim, that's for you. You're not going to listen to this, you bastard. You of course he's not. sick, sick bastard. How does he ever survive? Well, I, I, we 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 checked the clone theory last time. Yeah, remember? we did. I, I think the clone degraded, and he's maybe rebatching himself. Speaking of, yes, what you got about the clones? Movies, yes. Uh, Venture Brother movie. I did not see it. See it. I, I have it. I it's will. funny. I it, will it, gladly see it. It's a very good because, as you know, like the conclusion to everything. Yeah, yeah. Venture Brothers was ripped from our hearts. Mm-hmm prematurely but we needed to see that swedish murder machine one last time of course we needed to find out you know like are the monarch and dr venture half brothers or not yep and we need to find out what happened to dean dean yeah i mean it well, yeah, they, they just did unceremoniously end. Yeah, they just, just well, ended. And it's they, like, they thought they were getting another season. Yeah, and the studio and said, stopped. fuck you guys. Yep. So the movie, go see it. Get it. See it. We'll do. Funny as hell. Oh, God, awesome. All the stuff that you love about the Venture Brothers is in there. How long is the movie? Uh, see what it's... it's Good question. I think it's. I think it's. I think it's an hour and a half. Oh, that's cool. Hey, it's, it's a decent, I will take way. an hour and a half, two hours of Venture Brothers. Saw the Barbie movie. How'd you like it? Because I did not yet. I know Katie and I want to go see it's, it. It's Just, good. Mm-hmm. It's one of those. It's a movie that knows what it is. Okay. Yeah, and that's that's, fair. that's the beauty of it. The strange thing is, I don't understand the big draw. I don't understand what really drew Barbie and Oppenheimer together, other it, than they got released in the same day. Part of it. No, that's called that's called triangulation on the studio part. Okay. Barbie with Barbie, they knew they had a young audience. They knew they had and a nostalgic audience. Exactly. Because you they had, had the, those. They had that, and they had nostalgia. But that audience rarely crosses over with the documentary style film audience. Yeah. Remember, remember when we were growing up, they released movies and every weekend you, you'd never see two action movies released yeah, the same you'd, weekend. You'd, yeah. You'd see the two because you'd have the thing. If I, if either a, you had the kids that went to Barbie or B the adults that went to Oppenheimer. Exactly. Yeah. So you'd never release two movies in the same genre against each other because the studios realized we can make a shit ton of money doing Split, it this yeah. way. We we the, get all we get everybody. Exactly. Yeah. The problem is because movies release so much more quickly now. Yeah. Now they're you bump heads a lot more. But studios are again now coming out of COVID. They're coming back to that. They are understanding. It's like wait a minute. We need butts and seats, but we also need to make money. And it's easier to make money. Opposite weekends. Now for movies, all you have to do is dominate your released weekend mm-hmm. and you're set. Yeah. Because what that means is your mo- if you dominate your w- released weekend, your movie has potential for a long tail mm-hmm. and you're going to make it back up on streaming. You're going to make it back up on video sales. Except you're worried about the ones that are costing so much because, mm-hmm. I, they, because of course, everyone's saying Flash. It, 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 it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a flop. Eh, you know, I, I think I saw Flash. I know I did not, but I know you said that last time you had it was, seen Flash. It was good. It had its moments. Yeah, I just saw the Blue Beetle one yesterday. Yeah, how'd you like that? It was good. The big thing with it to compare it to Flash is, in the case of Flash, they took a finished film and then and recut it. Yeah. And when you recut it, you 
they recut it to insert stuff that was never intended. Yeah. Yeah. In the case of this one, they took a finished film because remember, this was not filmed, even though it's called the gun era. Yeah. This was not it was, filmed. It was one of the under earlier ones, yeah. Gun. Well, no, it was, well, no, this it, was filmed at the same time as um as the Batgirl and those others. Ah, uh, so, oh yeah, that was because then it just kind of held in, in uh-huh. perpetual. Yeah, it was not filmed, so it's not. It's they're calling it the beginning of the Gunverse. It is yeah. not. And in the case of this one, you can tell that they left them alone. Yeah, because it was too late in the process to make changes to anything. They had already done it, and they didn't want to go back and recut anything because they're. To go back and say that they're going to recut and redo scenes and that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. that costs a ton of money. Oh, yeah. And they're like, wait a minute. We're trying to sneak this in as low as we can. By doing that, by leaving it alone as a finished film, the flow is better. Okay. There yeah, are, and it's, it, wh- it sounds like it was because I, I know that every every review that I've seen mm-hmm. has been fairly positive of it. And it's and it just – it's well, it's, it, it, looks, it looks fun. It looks fun. It I, I, would, I think I'd the like thing it. With, it. It wasn't it, – it's like Shazam. Mm-hmm. Shazam, mm-hmm. the first one and the second one, both of those felt lazy and childish to me. Yeah, I've never been they, the whole uh, kid in an adult's body. Yeah. I mean, I, hey, I enjoyed Big, mm-hmm. but I enjoyed Big. I didn't enjoy the countless others that came out where it's like, oh, I Freaky Friday type stuff where mm-hmm. I'm going to be like the the, the uh, we're going to swap bodies and Shazam never really yeah. resonated with me. I could never I loved do him it in the comic. I didn't like the movie. And yeah. part of it was it. It felt forced, and it didn't fit the world that they were building at the time. Mm-hmm. In the case of this one, this movie fits the world. It act, this movie would actually fit in the Snyderverse style okay. world if you set it in, and it fits mainly because of where it takes place. It takes place in Florida. It takes okay. place in the Keys. Yep. Okay, that means if you're if you're going to set the movie there, you're not going to have dark skies. No. You're not going to have dark colors. It's yeah. going to be bright. It's going yeah. to be light. You're going to have a mostly Latino cast mm-hmm. that is going to fit. All the pieces fit together in it. Oh, good. And that was one of the things with it. There were, I love that they did great nods to the original Ted Cord. Who, See, now I don't know much about okay. Blue Beetle at all. Yeah. So Blue, Blue, Beetle, yeah. Blue Beetle's been around forever. Oh, he I know. Like, he's been around forever. Heroes, yeah. Um, the thing with him is, and most recently, the the most interesting thing with Blue Beetle as a guy, Ted Cord, was he didn't have any superpowers. He was a Batman type. Yeah, no superpowers, but he was kind of the funny Batman. He'd he'd okay. invent, he'd study the thing and invent stuff. Okay, um, he wasn't the greatest hero. Mm-hmm. He was just kind of their kind of hero. Where he okay. was, he wasn't your go to guy. He was. That's why You're, they keep teaming up with Booster Gold, where he's not, he's not your go-to guy. Booster Gold. Oh, Boost, Booster's a jock that came from the future. The future yeah, f- yeah, I know. F- yeah, future Booster Gold coming in with a bunch of money and coming back yeah, in exactly. and, and trying to be a hero in the past. Yeah. Uh, hey there, future Davier. Yeah, I know the feeling, Booster Gold, coming in from the future, always being the hero. I can relate. Anyway, back to the show. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so they, they, acknowledge, they acknowledge the Ted Cord thing. What they do... They also acknowledge his death in a tactful way because in the comics, the big thing that they show in the comics with him mm-hmm. is he's always, they always show him a lot with Young Justice and with the Teen Titans. Sure. The Teen Titans have their, their kind of their graveyard, their hall of heroes, and he's one of the heroes that's in the Teen Titans one. Okay. Um, you know, so they, they kind of acknowledge that part of it, that he died. Okay. And 
Jaime Reyes, the new the new one Beatle, in the movie, in the movie okay. as well as in the comics. Okay, he is a Titan. He's oh. one of the Teen Titans. What I'd love them to do with this movie is, is explore more of the Teen Titans because yeah. you've got I like the Teen Titans. I've the always big thing liked with them. it is they're sidekicks, and you can explain them without you can actually explain them without even introducing their heroes that they go with. Yeah. Oh yeah. You no. could gloss over their heroes and just bring them. So that means you could bring. You could technically bring Cyborg back because you're on a different world. Yeah. Doesn't matter. You could bring in Beast Boy. Again, doesn't matter. You're on a different world. See, now this is where you you and I would disagree at some mm-hmm. point in this because the fact is I think that the, that's the one thing that Gunn's always been decent at is bringing in second, third, exactly. fourth that's what he's tier good at. people and making them because relatable. Those are, those are easier to do. Yeah. why. They don't have the baggage. Yeah. I've said it before and I'll mm-hmm. say it again. Nobody was buying the Avengers comic. <laughs> okay. Walk into any comic book store before the movies. Yeah. And see who was buying the Avengers. But yeah, but we were, we were also Nobody. how many years into this? I mean, the, the, the comics trail that it's been leading up to any sort of movies or whatever mm-hmm. the MCU did is has been decades old. Uh-huh. I mean, and, and so you've got them retconning themselves. Mm-hmm. So like, all right, well, we're, we're rebooting this. This guy, oh, this story's gone. So we're mm-hmm. gonna we're gonna retcon this. And so anybody who holds anybody accountable for movies today and not having some sort of, there, it's not canon. Guess what? There is no such. There thing is as no canon. canon because twenty years ago, character X became character Y and then came back as character X because they didn't <laughs> like it because somebody wanted to make a few bucks. Exactly. Yeah. Well. It, I, we, we've had this discussion before oh, about yeah. the canon thing and the fact that yeah. I I spend a ton of time on comic book groups and everybody's yeah. like, he's the, this, I didn't like this character and he's the definitive version because yeah. of this. And I'm like, really? Okay, what books are you citing? Let's start citing comics. Because every every issue... Hold, that, holding people's feet to the fire. I exactly. like that, Lathan. Every issue that you pull out, I will pull out an issue where he did the exact opposite. Sure. Oh, yeah. I... I, I I think it's cyclical. It's 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 also self-referential. It it feeds on itself. It it's it's all it, well, anything they want to do is like yeah. You know what? He doesn't have these powers. He does now. He has the power <laughs> he needs to solve the yeah. problem. It's the it's the sonic screwdriver all over mm-hmm. again. Doctor Who fans. That's why they gave him the sonic mm-hmm. screwdriver because they didn't want to have to invent a bunch of shit. No, they wanted to give him. Hey, he's gonna scan the. Oh, it won't work on wood. Why doesn't it work on wood? I don't know. It's a screwdriver. Thank you. But I don't. Well, oh, so so Blue Beetle. You said so. You said it, you liked Blue Beetle. It was good. They good. did a very good job with it. Um, it's got a decent story. It it is a it's the downside is as a comic book person, you see you see some stuff in it. Mm-hmm. There's a ton of history in it that I loved. Okay. Um, when you see Ted Cord Blue Beetles look around his workshop in that scene, if you are a '80s kid geek mm-hmm. you are going to love it oh cool because there's just there's so much stuff in there that when you're looking at it, you're like whoa wait a minute there's this and there's this and i see this and oh it's all tactfully done there's all those little all those little tidbits and stuff that hold that help hold it together and they fit oh that's cool but it has unfortunately it does have the standard tragic um yeah standard tragic thing but somebody's really, always gonna die there is yeah okay but reality check here are there any here are there any heroes that do not come out of some sort of tragedy? Everybody does. Exactly. Uh, very few. Well, that's but that's like storytelling one one. It's like you're looking back at all right. We need a hero's arc, so you we need, need an to anchor. Yep, yeah, we need an anchor. So someone has to die so the hero goes on his journey. 
he goes on his journey, and yes, sadly, it's always parents, uncles, yep. well, girlfriends, Disney, family, yeah, Disney, Disney. Oh, hey, <laughs> Disney! Don't get us started on don't Disney me, too don't early. Get, don't get me started on those guys. They'll they'll kill they'll kill a motherfucker off quick. <laughs> yeah, they love killing parents. They, they love dude. killing parents. Woo! I'm like, dude, you have you have some you have some serious internal hostility towards Ooh. your family, man. You're killing people off left and right. Oh but yeah. no, it was it was good. It was a very good, good. movie. They did a good job with it. Um, next weekend, I'm probably taking my son to see the turtle movie. Awesome. Yeah, I've heard um, good things. He, I've heard good he, things. It's weird. I'm trying to get, because my daughter loves movies. Studio sure. Ghibli Week is coming up. Okay. So she, so they're going to have a bunch of, uh, like, uh, playing in the theaters? Yeah, playing cool. in the theaters. So she's trying to get me to, to let her skip school <laughs> a few days. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. That's why she wants to yeah. skip school. Not because oh, no. she just wants to skip school. Yeah. Um, but no, so I'm trying to get my son more into movies. And the turtle one is one that he kind of... He's on the fence of seeing, but then again, sure. he was on the fence of seeing this one. And the only reason he went was because I was like, dude, we're going. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we're going. Get in the car. Get in the car. We're going. You don't have your own car. Go. Exactly. And saw it at the right time. Saw it at one o'clock on a, saw it at one o'clock on a Saturday in IMAX. I'm a big fan of seeing movies very early too. I, I'll, I'll go by myself. I have zero and, problem going by well, myself. That theater wasn't crowded. Mm-hmm. There are spots in the movie where you could tell if there. For this particular one, for like Blue Beetle, if yeah. I had been there with a bunch of people, I would have missed stuff. Yeah. Because there are some scenes that happen where you can, you can, the play at the back of your head is somebody's going to yell at this point. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, you know, you and I about have, have disagreed on this as well, because I know you like seeing movies by yourself with like limited interaction with anyone else. I am kind of, I still like the crowds because there is something to be said about experiencing something as a, as a group. Hey, that's what football is. Yeah. So football is like, you're yeah. watching it. You can watch it by yourself. Yeah. I can't you watch wa- sports on TV, so yeah. I completely understand. Well, yeah. So it's like you go, you go to a bar and you see the foot, you see everybody like rooting for the same thing. It's that camaraderie. And I kind of feel that way with movies as well. Yeah. But yeah, I can definitely see, I can definitely see that. Uh, I, I don't mind seeing them. Uh, if I could get a few people in the audience, that w- that is kind of yeah. nice. It's a good one. If, Normally, if you go to like the early shows, mm-hmm. there there are people there. There aren't a ton of people, which is what's nice sure. about it. So you don't get the crinkling, you don't get the yeah. distraction. Yeah. My thing with the movie is the distraction side of it. Not yeah. necessarily. No, I, agree. I agree. Not necessarily. You know, like seeing the, it. The phones. The phones ringing. And, mm-hmm. and sorry, babies. Babies yeah. in theaters are nay nay. Well, I don't. I don't. I'm not a big fan of of having the the baby or the kids that come to uh, very. R-rated horror movies, mm-hmm. like so, the family will bring them, and so you've got babies, and then you've got these smaller children. Because I've been a, I've been a product of that as well. As as it, very early in my life, I was brought to the uh, a drive-in theater of Dawn of the Dead. Oh. I was very young at that time, I and it saw was heavy metal with my parents, <laughs> so I completely understand. <laughs> and yeah, it's it's one of those things where you're kind of subjected to it a little bit early. But it's kind of made a little bit of who I am because I, I, I go back and I watch all these crazy things now and I, I appreciate them. But yeah, it is definitely too early and it doesn't really help the people that are around you when, when your kid's screaming and not, he doesn't enjoy that. It's like, it's not a plane. It's, yeah. don't, don't bring your kids to, to R, like yeah. heavy R's. Well, and that was the thing with this one. This one, I have to admit, there were, there were a few small groups of kids there, mm-hmm. parent with kids where like a the dad Blue Beetle like, is one thing though. Mm-hmm. That's not, that's yeah. expected. But, and even then, these kids sat there and behaved and watched the film. That's fair. That I have no problem if you're if you're there to watch and enjoy the film, cool. But, but the fact you is, you're there, calling it a film, and they're not going to call it a film boomer. Yeah, yeah hey, I, sorry, 
I'm going to call it a film because they are films because I have respect. Skillshare, oddly enough. <laughs> what are you trying to my, do? Sh- we're not no, showing Skillshare. No, my last hobby update. Yeah, what you got? Which, oddly enough, flows into this. Awesome. Skillshare. Yeah. I finally, I finally bit the bullet, signed up for Skillshare. Nice. And one of the, uh, the ones I've been watching have all been about movies and movie making oh, and yeah. writing and editing and that kind of stuff. So you're going to make your own Lathan movie? No, it's more, I, as you guys know, I love movies. Yeah. Oh yeah. I really do. Mm-hmm. And I love the same way that people love knowing statistics about sports figures. Yeah. I love knowing how movies are made and why decisions were made and things. So that when I'm watching a film, if I'm watching a good movie, all of that stuff gets pushed aside and I don't even, I don't mm-hmm. worry about it. I can, I can sit there and enjoy it. Oh, but if I'm watching a bad movie, yeah, dissecting the bad movie, I can movies, go through and yeah. be like, okay, here's something that they could have improved. Mm-hmm. Here's how they did this. I want to know what goes into it. It's kind of the, um, I'm a car guy, yeah. you know, and it's the same thing. It's like, I, I, I'm a decent driver, but I'm not a phenomenal driver, but yeah. I've gone to class to learn how to be a better driver. Sure. I'm a decent mechanic, but I'm not a phenomenal mechanic. But what those, having those two skills do, they give me greater respect for when I see somebody doing it right. Yeah. They help me to understand, okay, here's what they did. It's kind of like why I want to see, I want to see the stupid Gran Turismo movie. You know, so do I. I, I, I I'm kind it of be- interested in seeing because I know it. Well, a based on a true story. Mm-hmm. Now, based on a true well, story is is exactly. Yeah, they've already said it's like okay, you know, like there are two things in it. But yeah. you also have to remember though, I watched because it was on ESPN the um the show mm-hmm. the the game show thing where the yep. guy was was running the w- yeah was, was trying to get together. So the I race saw. Team. Yeah. So we saw that, mm-hmm. and now we get to see the film version of it, and it kind of reinforces it reinforces you can see it's kind of like reading the book and then watching the movie yeah oh yeah so i want to see that for the same reason and i have there are certain things that i know that are really really hard and driving mm-hmm. it's like they show the one scene where they show him in the in the trailer they show him doing the push-ups with his hand on a ball mm-hmm. where it's like you you put one hand on the ball you do a push-up then you come down and you switch and you yeah. go back and forth and my wife is sitting there watching it and my kid they're there and they're like why is he doing that he's mm-hmm. just got to drive and it's like you don't understand how heavy that steering wheel is yeah <laughs> yeah i it, and it's not, also very small exactly yeah. not being a person who drives mm-hmm. i understand that or the scene where he tells him it's like it's a hundred and it's like it's like 180 degrees inside of the car and this and this and this yeah. and it's like as a as a person who drives I get it. Yeah. You're it's gonna, almost you're like gonna watching, lose a, you're going to lose a lot of weight during this well, race. It's like, what was that movie? Um, that's the lone one where he's, um, where he's a formula one racer. I forget what it was like. Oh, driven. God. I think. Yeah. Yeah, driven, dr- dr- yeah. Where the guy is sitting there, he's sitting in a chair mm-hmm. or he's sitting like in, in a, in a chair and he's got a, one of the big weights, one of the 50 pound mm-hmm. weights, metal slab weights. And he's sitting here turning this thing, mm-hmm. turn it, Turn it 90 degrees, turn it back to center. 90 degrees, center. And he's just sitting there doing that. And I had a friend who doesn't drive, Mm -hmm. who works, doesn't have a license. Okay. And he sees this thing and he's like, I don't get what he's doing. He didn't make any sense to me. What's the point? And it's like, dude, number one, they don't have power steering. power steering. Number two, we're pumping information into your brain faster than anything you've ever seen. Yeah, you've played some first person shooters Mm -hmm. and you've done Twitch games. But see, if you blink there, you're still sitting in your chair. Yeah. 
if you blink on the track, yep. you're a hundred yards farther than you were. Yep. <laughs> and if that guy in front of you is not also a hundred yards farther, uh, you've got a problem. Exactly. So, oh yep. no, but that, that's definitely something I'm, I'm, I'm really interested. I am interested in seeing that. Mm-hmm. So, so those are, that's, that's really it for me for updates. I, really? I got other, I got other crap, but we yeah. got other stuff we got to do. So. What's well, okay. You what were you able to ramble on completely on this one because guess who doesn't have hobby updates this week? Would it be me? <gasps> no, Tim never has hobby updates. You have. Tim? Well, no, well, well, I have hobby updates, but I get an entire you get a whole segment, segment, entire exactly. segment for it. Yeah. You get, the, you get the special one. I know. The, um, what? Yeah, we talked about Sushi Boat. We talked about I got nothing else. Yeah. You got nothing what else. Do, what, what all right, do, all right. What do do? So what we're going to do is we are going to take a quick break, and we will come back, and Tim will not be here, but Watson will be to tell you and break down everything that he saw at Gen Con. Right, Watson? Woof. There we go. Thanks. That's all we needed. Thanks, buddy. Hey, you know what? You can replace Tim tomorrow. Woof. All right. Sounds good, buddy. Good job. Good boy. <laughs> We're off for a quick break, but when we get back, I'll be recapping my solo trip to Gen Con, coming up next. Currently, humanity looks to the internet for its information. We have stood at the edge of despair and would have fallen. If not for awesome podcasts and their content of everything we love. Now these podcasts are all brought together in one place. Forged in like-mindedness, tempered with a community-oriented forum, covering all things geek, such as wargaming, board gaming, comics, movies, and more. Presenting a lineup of podcasts producing exclusive content for the fans. The Freebooters Network. Trolls want to steal our community. Let them try. Welcome back. What happens when I get sent a ticket to attend and cover Gen Con? Well, I stay out way too late, play a lot of games, and then come back and tell you about it. That's what. Lucky you. All right, and welcome back to Anonymous Tabletop as we sit here in the dark, just the two of us. Yeah. Going over some crazy stuff, talking about what's going on, you know. All this crazy stuff. I don't know what we're talking about. What are we talking about now? Well, next up, we're talking about a trip that I didn't get to go on. What, you didn't get to go on it? I didn't get to fucking go. And I'm I'm still I'm still a little salty about this. Tim, did you get to go? No. (laughs) He didn't go. He didn't go. Gene didn't go. go. Gene didn't go. Katie didn't go. Katie Katie didn't didn't go. No. What the dude? She was was working. Man, everybody got to go on this trip but me. No, everybody's me. I'm that's why. Con solo. I went by myself. What the fuck? How'd you get to Gen Con? I went to Gen Con by myself. I, I, I get tickets every year. See, I get one see, ticket, one see. ticket. It's like it's like I feel like Willy Wonka and Charlie Bucket. I feel like I'm the kid who got the golden ticket to go, Man. and then I get to go and then spend a whole shitload of money. That's what I get to do. Oh, okay. Well, hey, that's that's all you did. <laughs> I'm good. So yeah, yeah, I'm good. No, yes, I I did go to Gen Con this year. It was back in uh, August, over the weekend of August fourth through seventh. Uh, yeah, it was exciting. It was so, weird. 
So what did you see at Gen Con that was totally cool? So, uh, well, not really. I, mean, I, didn't, I, I can't really say that. It's, it's more of the same. A lot mm-hmm. of it is, is the same. We've done Gen Con multiple times. I mean, we've all been there at least once. Yeah. Uh, this one here was a little bit, a little bit different uh, because this was one I didn't know if I'd go to until the very last moment. Mm. And also, it's the first year that, the, uh, that Gen Con has been back to pre, its pre-COVID like, attendance. Okay. We had 70 thousand plus on thursday yes on thursday now here's here's the fun part about all this is so so this year was the first year that i didn't get a hotel that was anywhere near downtown wise move no not a no not even a wise move i wanted one downtown Ah, okay because what my goal was i got so far down in the housing lottery that i got the Wyndham out like seven miles away Mm um and as as I always do, every year I try to go through and I try to do that little leapfrogging thing where I kind of try to jump into, like, as hotels become available in the queue, you can kind of upgrade. Mm-hmm. You can do that until July. Uh, so as I was doing this, I kept jumping closer, jumping closer, jumping closer, jumping closer, and then I did jump to about two miles out. I'm like, okay, good. I'm two miles out. I'm pretty happy with this. A week before Gen Con, I'm looking at the reviews for the hotel in which I have. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the reviews for the thing is, I saw a drug deal in the lobby. Someone got shot the last time I was here. <laughs> they don't deliver food after five. Uber and Lyft don't drop people off here. And I was like, <laughs> well, shit, this is going to be bad. So I was like, I don't want to. I'm only two and a half miles out, but I'm like, OK, but that's still problematic because i'm going to be taking ubers and lifts the entire time i'm going to be that's called take your sleeping bag with you yeah and just sleep in the in the hall oh my god in this case i was like oh so i so so i started scrambling around um i started looking around i did find another place granted it was once again six miles out it was a super eight by Wyndham, and he was on the he was on the, the the south side of of town just off the expressways was right off the expressways seemed like it was good lots of good reviews and then I went to it. Mm-hmm. Well, I went to it and found out that it didn't have an elevator. Its air conditioners didn't work. Yep. The water stopped working. Did one we day. mention that that weekend it was what uh, a thousand percent humidity? Yes. And yes, you didn't need an iron because as soon as you stepped out, as soon as you stepped oh, yeah. outside, clothes would just oh yeah. themselves. Oh God, it's oh it, so. So the the hotel in itself is it was not other than the fact I'm giving it it was far enough out that people didn't want to pick me up. So Lyft and Uber were a little bit problematic for me for a little bit, but I did uh, make it work. The only problem is I did also get bit the shit by bed bugs one night. Because oh. I woke up and I said, "Katie, I got this red rash all over my leg," and she goes, "Oh." That's bed bugs. <laughs> I'm like, God damn it. The bed uh, bugs. So I immediately, when I came home from that weekend, I immediately threw everything into a very hot wash and and I just burn yeah. it all. Yep. Yeah. Oh. Kill it with flame. Yeah. Kill it so, with flame. So yeah. So so the hotel itself was not the greatest. It was also farther away. And that became part of my problem. Is because I had to Uber and Lyft every time, I couldn't buy stuff and get it back to my hotel room. Oddly enough. That is a mixed blessing. Why is it a mixed blessing? Because that keeps you from getting, instead of getting the two-digit bill, 
Yeah. Or the <laughs> this high is true. three digit bill. That keeps you from getting the four and five digit credit this, card this, bill. This is very much true. And, and actually, the hotel I did find was cheaper than the one I would have. And yes, I would have probably spent an extra two or 300 if I stayed downtown. But there is something to be said about oh, you're having. Talking, oh, oh you're, you're under five? Oh, I was at seven for no, my. No, I'm saying extra. Oh, extra by being that you're, if you're under five for being that far out, then you're okay. Oh yeah, no. When yeah, I was no, I, no. I was out at six miles out, and for the four days, so I stayed Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I left Sunday morning. My bill for that was about seven hundred bucks. Oh, that's not bad. Which not bad. Now, but I would have to say, if I had the luxury of being downtown, I would have taken it. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have taken being downtown much better because there is this benefit to being able to take a breather, move over to the hotel, take mm-hmm. 15, 20 minutes and just take a little bit of a yeah. nap, something, drop off your stuff. So my big problem was I, my first day, uh, well, Wednesday, let's, 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 we'll, we'll back, bounce back a little bit. The CD hotel was one thing. I got the CD hotel. I hit all my stuff. I basically just said, don't need to clean my room. I'm leaving, leave my room alone because don't come and clean my room because you're probably going to just rifle through my shit. So I decided against that, but I did go to the tapping party for the, as I do every time I go there, I go into the Sun King Brewery tapping party for their uh, Gen Con theme beer, which this year was a hive mind, which was really good. I did enjoy it. It wasn't something I would drink all the time and a little bit of a sweetness to it. So I wasn't quite sold on it, but in the, in the end it was, it was good. However, the big change was that they changed, they moved from Georgia street to South street which is instead of being to the west side or I'm sorry, the east side of the convention center right out the front doors, it was actually on the south side and you had to walk through the big, the super duper hallway that gets to uh, the Lucas Oil Stadium to get there. Uh, I don't know what to think about that. I, I, I really don't know if it was a good thing or a bad thing that that was there. Yeah, that's that's one of those, the changing of location stuff that... Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, they couldn't That's help it because miss, they, yeah. they couldn't help it because of the fact that they were doing construction on Georgia Street. So they had a little. They're trying to put some hotels in there. They're doing a little bit of maintenance on the on the road work. That wasn't just going to happen. I like Georgia Street overall. They don't have shade there. They had more shade in the new location, sorta, and they were able to block off all of South Street and put all the food trucks on it, which was good. The lines are still a little bit crazy. Yeah, that's that, seventy thousand people. You're gonna expect it. It's just, oh, it's yeah. just gonna be brutal. Yeah, and, and that's and I did not have a food truck. Uh, I did not try a food truck all weekend. Of course, yeah, island noodles did not get tried. I've, you know what? Everyone loves island noodles. I'm sorry, it's way too salty. You don't get enough. Uh, enough Been there, of it. done that. Yeah, it's I, I I don't want anymore. I mean, it just doesn't work for me. But however, I did meet. Here we go. This is for Eric. Eric, listener number sixty nine. He picked that number. Is he 69 or 6.9? 69. Okay. Yeah, because I, because I forgot at some point in time, we just sort of like shot past 50 and said, whatever. What the hell? I have no idea. I don't know how many listeners we got, but apparently he wanted to be listener 69. So Eric, if you're listening to this episode, if you've actually lived up to your side of the bargain and listened to our podcast, congratulations. Your listener number is 69. Yay. Yay. But I, but, but Eric and I uh, spent uh, quite a bit of the time in the, uh, the Sun King line. Uh, waiting for the beers. We got the beers. And then we met our, uh, someone else, a totally random conversation, which which is why I keep bringing this kind of stuff up, is I'm trying to look for content. That's literally why I'm there. I'm thinking about things I can talk about when I come back. Mm-hmm. And one of them was, 
I started bringing up the whole idea of of the celebrity death match because that's something we do every oh, yes. episode. In this one, I said we basically said if you had fought the children of the corn, how many do you think you could take out before they would finally overwhelm you? Ooh, that's now a this, tough one. Yeah, this was to a random person I sat there, and his name is Derek, by the way. Derek, Derek, how many children did you beat? Dun, he, dun, dun. he said 10, and then he says, wait a second, I think I shouldn't say that on, 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 on record, that I've beaten children. I said, well, you've beaten children of the corn. So don't worry about it. I'll make it, I'll tell people that it wasn't children, it was children of the corn. So and he said he could take out 10 of them. I didn't believe that. He said, well, no, I'm sorry. He well, said 30 people. He said he could take out 30 children of the corn. So Derek is beating on children. And he thinks he, he, thinks he can take out 30 children of the corn. I, so do you, ooh. how many, how many, I don't think, I, I think it would be difficult because if, if uh, you, like, yeah, uh, like I think if, well, the, where's, I don't know. Depends on where yeah. the battle is and how they come at him. Like, well, I, I That's thought the key. I think he, I think he was assuming they would come at him in like, like height order and he could just immediately dispatch the toddlers well no because dispatching the toddlers well, and that's is the one thing. thing if he, okay see because any battle like this yeah it depends on where you're at yeah you know you got to do the choke point thing you got to do the choke point thing it's always well about yeah the choke i guess I, yeah i guess if you could funnel down the children if you could if you could of funnel, the corn if you could funnel them down you gotta funnel down the children of, of the, the corn. corn. You Absolutely. have to make sure to like, that's, that's a, that's a breaking point for Derek because Derek did not want to be known as the person who beat up 30 children. He beat up 30 children. He beat up 30 children. Were they of the corn? Of the corn. They were of okay, the corn. They were, corn they were of the corn. So Derek, if you're listening to this podcast, congratulations. You're now the beater of children of the, corn. of the corn, of the corn. So, <laughs> okay. And then not so, so that, that was a little bit of a side. I didn't think that he could take out as many as he could, but you know what? He did look kind of scrappy. He looked like he could have taken See, out these the children. The thing with him is, um, although, well, mm -hmm. you could do it. You just got to be careful with it. I mean, because what you could do is if they're, if they're, if you get one that's the right size. Yeah. You can Alabama brawl, you know, like that's white true. folding chair. One but of them you know suckers. what we got to do is we have to actually hold on to this because, you know, I think what I, we're going to do is one of these days, I think the Halloween episode will be around the corner. I think we can take out children I, I think of the we, corn. Absolutely. I think we could. I think that might have to be on the Halloween episode is, the, is fighting you, children of the corn. The move is the Alabama brawl white chair with one of the kids where you grab them by the ankle. Uh -huh. And just swing them around. And just swing them. And just start swinging. Well, yeah, because uh, well, not only, you could dispatch two at a time that way. Hey. Hey, hey, you know what? You can beat as many children of the corn of the corn as you want. And that's the way it's going to work out. So there you go, Derek. You have now been immortalized in an episode of the Anonymous Tabletop Podcast. Congratulations, sir. You've taken out 20 children of, of the, the corn. corn. So, <laughs> what else you got? I've also got, uh, well, um, then, then that was the night. That was the Wednesday. So, we, mm -hmm. uh, the, the power of the beer tapping party was good. But of course, you get there, you have to buy your, your maximum you can buy is two. So, of course, the line is too long. So, what do you do? You, you buy, buy two. So now I'm double fisting the hive mind, talking to Eric, talking to Derek about beating up on children of the corn. The big question is this. Yeah. If you're double fisting them, did you at least enjoy the taste of them? Or did they you have good. enough? No, because no, no. normally when you double fisting yeah. drinks, you got to chug one really quick and you don't get to taste it. Yeah, no. What I did is I was kind of trying. It was it was fine. It was it was it worked out pretty well. They were nice and cold, so cool. it didn't hurt to kind of like nurse them a little bit okay. because they were cold enough and it wasn't super hot, but it was hot enough. Uh, but later that night, I also went to Kilroy's because this is the first time I'd, I've never been to Kilroy's prior. Now I've been to Gen Con a lot. 
I've never gone to Kilroy's. I was told to go to Kilroy's by a friend of mine. Uh, they unfortunately got stuck in the will call line. So he never made it to the bar. So I sat there and ate some nachos, had a couple beers. And that's uh, then I ended up, uh, but it, it kind of reminds me of Kilroy's in general reminds me of a bar I went to the, in my 20s. Mm. It's, a, it's, a, it's kind of like that. You get drunk fast and cheap. Uh, not really sure it's quite for me. Uh, the, 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 you're too old for that now. Yeah, I am now. Uh, yes, I'm very old for you that. You don't I, bounce back as quickly as you No, used to. I do not. Um, and, and yes, that, that's going to fall into the, the future talk of Dave and these things. So, but, uh, and, and some gaming bunnies that are they were running a little bit late, so they didn't get up. So I ended up catching them in the, the will call line. They were like 500 back in the will call line on Wednesday. So they had got down there Wednesday. Wednesday. The will call line was still long, but not super unmanageable, but it still took a while to get through it. Uh, me, I always, I get my badge. I was able to get my badge. I got the press badge from uh, from the press room. Luckily, this was the first year that, as I recall, that they opened it up on Wednesday night. So I was able to get my badge early before they closed the doors. And then I didn't have to, usually I would have to do a, uh, go and do it on <laughs> Thursday morning which I'm kind of very glad I didn't have to do this time. So I, I, I did that. I got my badge. I went to the beer tapping. Then I went to Kilroy's. And Wednesday in general was not an overly busy day other than getting down there. Driving down there is always a nightmare because 65 is always a problem. But that's to be expected. Thursday. Now, this is the big day. Now, Thursday Thursday was the day that um, the halls opened at 10 o'clock. <sighs> okay. Lorcana. Lorcana, you need to get your shit together, Lorcana. You, you dummies, you lined up in a line that didn't exist. And when the guys from Gen Con said it didn't exist, you shoved each other over and pushed for the door. What the fuck is Lorcana? Lorcana is the new Disney trading card game by Robinsberger. Is this some collectible shit? It is. Fuck that shit, man. Now, now here's here's Lorcana just basically took over Gen Con. It is the they Robinsberger was right by the front door. When the doors opened, Lorcana people piled through and stopped. This is that Disney derangement syndrome stuff. It is. I mean, I, I don't I don't really understand it. And here's the here's the thing that aggravated me about Lorcana. Lorcana in general, it's kind of an okay trading card game. I've seen it played. I've played my share of I've played Magic. I've played Netrunner. I've played I've played X-Files. I've played a lot of this stuff. And every time I've played this stuff, is it's one of those things where I I kind of kind of understand that I'm looking for a new collectible card game. This was insane. They just shoved people over and then immediately sold these cards on eBay. So originally they were going right away on eBay and it just was nutty. See, I, yeah, I, I refuse to ever get into another collectible card game. Yeah. I find them stupid. I find them. It, the problem with it is it's, it's cardboard crack, man. It's cardboard. And crack. it cannibalizes itself. It yeah. doesn't, it doesn't, foster a community that actually wants to play the game well that or it wants to play the game so competitively that exactly. if you don't have the top-notch cards you're exactly. not you're it's, not a chance there's to no win. Yeah. there's no upside to playing it when you get to the collectible mm -hmm. side of it because it's so cutthroat to get mm -hmm. certain things and it's so easy 
to unbalance the game system. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. With just one release. Oh yeah. Where literally you could drop well one card or change a and to an or. Yes. And magically you've broken the entire system. Yes, and this is the big problem with Lurkana is that what they did is they made their general release. They were already released at D23. So mm-hmm. Disney 23, they did that whole thing. They did this, and this turned into a nightmare there. They had people push, pushing over people and then immediately scalping the things online. Mm-hmm. They did the exact same thing here because the promo card that came with the purchase sold as soon as someone purchased it for $1,200. See... That's that's because those okay. Yep. That is the white. You've got the card gamer mentality crossed with the rabbit Disney, Disney people. Yeah. Because I'm sorry. Yeah. I remember when we when we took that Disney mm-hmm. cruise and I came back and I had in my bag, you know, like all these soaps and toiletries and stuff that they give you. Were they all Disney shaped? They're all they're all in like these official Disney boxes. and Did stuff. Did you sell them on eBay? Well, no, I I didn't sell them on eBay. I just went on eBay and looked and was like, yeah. Y'all motherfuckers is crazy. And then you immediately washed your ass with them, right? Pretty, Come on, tell well, me. No, Come on. You know you want to tell me oh, that you yeah, washed your open. ass. You they get got opened. All up in your, up in, all up in your business? Dude, so. it was one of those, well, because you know how it is like when you're packing to leave? Yeah. When, when I pack to leave the hotel, because my wife has spread out so much of her stuff, <laughs> I literally grab the bag. I grab a Ziploc bag and I just sweep it all in. Yeah. I don't care what's in it. Yeah. I seal it up. I stick it in the luggage, yeah. and that's how I got the soaps and all the other shampoo because it was on. It was in the way, <laughs> but I did. I happened to be on. I happened to literally because it's like I was checking the stuff after the cruise. You know, mm-hmm. it's like okay, yada yada. Yeah. And one of the things that popped up in my feed of you know like of ads mm-hmm. was ads for Disney stuff on on eBay. Oh, you and I you've, looked. You've tempted the monster. Well, because I. You said something Disney, and exactly. then Disney listened. I had to do, you know, like you have to do the survey and all that, yeah. and the ads that are in it. And I'm seeing the ad, I'm like, you know what, what the fuck? Just click on this one. Let's see, let's see the funny stuff out there. I hope. And you click and you go, these guys are paying $40 for a hotel soap. Soap, yeah. A bar of they fucking soap. They are insane. <laughs> So, so Lord, that was Lorcana, and it's going to continue throughout my weekend, but... Guess who's joined us? Hi there, Katie. Hi. Hey there, baby. How you doing? I'm better. That's I, good. I'm I glad. Took a lot of pain meds. Yeah, that's good. Pain good. Meds. I took a lot of pain meds. Yes, we're gonna have and to really bump up your microphone. Yes, because, yes. I can't talk no, it's louder okay. than this. It's okay. It's okay. So, but I'm very glad you came down to join us because I very much, I was very much looking forward to getting some of your input on some of this stuff here. Yes, so. I do think Disney adults are ridiculous, and I think Lorcana is ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, I, I here's the funny part about it. I wouldn't mind playing it solely to get the idea of playing it, but I don't think I so want that go- we're not being hypocritical. No, no, yeah, you know? exactly. Exactly. I don't want to be that guy. But the thing is, seeing what I saw, what people pushed each other over uh, to get to this line, and there's more open, there's more Lorcana goodness in this, in this, uh, this uh, recap. So, but right now, Lorcana craziness, they smashed into the doors, they pushed each other over, they ran to get the cardboard pictures of their Mickey Mouse in foil. That's what they did. Their NFTs only worse. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. This is true. But 
Here's, I love, here's, did love how you, you called it cardboard crack, because oh, yeah. my first thought when you said that was, well, everything in our basement is cardboard crack. Of course. No. Crack. No, no, Matt, no, no Matt, Training close. card games are yes. very they much are different. Yeah. <laughs> they uh, are worse. At, at being a magic guy and being the even my old X-Files guy is like, it is definitely something that it is the cardboard crack of... You have to the opening of the pack. Now here's what's funny. Oh you know, yeah, when you got me hooked on, you know, when you got me started on magic, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, oh, we have to go get cards. We yep. have to go get cards. And then yep. three months down the road, I'm like, yep, this is ridiculous. Well, you got you got you woke oh, up. You, you woke up. You got, oh, I woke up. You quick. basically got you cut cold. Turkey. I'm like, I'm not wasting money they, they on put, this shit. Yeah. What they do is there's something in that. There's they, something in the package. There's, there's oh. like something yeah. in that package in that air, and when you oh. open it, it just it just wipes do, your brain. Do you, know, do you know even today? Now this is a little bit of a sidetrack. Even today, when I open up, like, I'll find online older X-Files packs of cards. Mm-hmm. And these are 25-plus-year-old card packs. that For a game that, that nobody yeah, plays nobody anymore. Nobody plays, except for me and about 10 other guys. Um, when we're pl- I open it up, and it's like that, that's, that, just that, that opening the pack smell, it's just there's something to it. It's, it's, it's bizarre. See, it's just intoxicating. See, I have that... I, I had that same issue because I used mm-hmm. to... The last collectible game I did was the D&D miniatures game. Yeah. Way back but they then. were actually in the little... And they're, little, they're little figures in the Little figures final. in the bag, And yeah. I still have... The blind bags. You, you guys have seen yeah. the big... You've seen the big bin mm-hmm. of figures. And every once in a while, I will open that box. Yep. And you get that whiff of that vinyl smell. Oh, Yeah. And oh, it's yeah. like, ooh, it's like, it's like opening a jar of Play-Doh. Oh, yeah. yeah. Where oh, we yeah. all know that it's smell. It's that nostalgic smell. Exactly. Oh, it is yeah. just, it, it takes you back to the 90s for me. You know? It's like, But luckily, <laughs> I read the Watchmen comic and <laughs> okay. understood that nostalgia is bad. <laughs> Nostalgia's not always bad. but they, okay. Read Watchmen. Trust right. me. Nostalgia's bad. All right, all right, all right. Bad. So, so Lorcana, craziness, TCGs in, in, in their own right crazy but then you mix them with the disney adults that don't care about the they want the cards they don't care about the game per se there are probably some that did but when i saw so many of the cards going up on ebay right as soon literally i was checking it just to see what was happening is as as the first person hit that line 1200 bucks for that promo card and then a, a buddy of mine says hey can you get me one i says i'm sorry i don't have a kidney to spare and I said, I don't have the time. I'm not going to do this. I didn't buy into it. I have a I have a thing called a life. Yeah. <laughs> well, because I, I go through it with the action figures. Sure. So I can oh, yeah. understand because the action figure guys are the same way where they're like, oh, dude, I got to get this, yeah. this figure before anybody else yeah. gets it. I'm never going to take it out of the box. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, when it's you, like, dude. When you, when you bust in there and take it from a kid, that's a little bit scary. Yeah. But hey, I've been a collector all my oh, life. No. So yeah, I, I, used to, yeah. I used to do this. With, but then again, I was also the guy who would stand in line to get the collector's edition of stuff mm-hmm. and literally right there in the store, rip open the box and throw it away. <laughs> oh, you were, oh my God, their heads you know, exploded. Their exactly, heads exploded. where I'm just like, I don't give a fuck about this. Because yeah. I, I used to do it at the comic book store because you get the you get the, the super special foil. Yeah. The foil the, one. Sealed and wrapped, yeah. Exactly. I'd open that sucker up and I'd start reading it right there. Standing in line. I would, I would I'd have probably been, got mad at too. I'd purposely I'd, I still got pages. stuff in shrink too over there. You know, I'd purposely bend pages because I'm like, you know, especially especially if it was for a comic that I wouldn't normally read, because yeah. I know there was a whole bunch of like Spider-Man ones that were like foil pack, special cover, yada yada. I got I got I hate I Spider-Man have, as a comic. I have four of them over there. I have a unopened pack of 25th anniversary Star, Star Trek, Trek collecting yeah. cards. Oh. 
That's still still, si- still, still sitting si- in, her, in, in, in a drawer. In my nightstand yeah, drawer. Yeah, in her nightstand. <laughs> That's the safest place I could think of. To keep you from accidentally opening them and going, oh, what's this? <laughs> yeah. What, this 40-year-old card game? Or no, it's 40-year-old cards for this TV show. But we, the other thing is we do have to be careful because there is a member of this group who is a Disney adult. Yes, I know. I know. No, I, I, she's honest, not, that, she's not, not that she's going one. to listen to no, this podcast. No, to be honest, I very much wanted her here because, Jean, I was thinking that, I, but I don't think she would have done this. I don't yeah. think she would have gone into the Lurkana madness. So she's a she's an adult that likes Disney. She's, she's not, not a, a Disney, Disney adult. adult. Okay, I think that's okay. the case. That's fair. Yeah, at least that's what I feel. So fair. okay, so beyond the Lorcana madness on Thursday is the doors open and all of a sudden these people just smashed in like a bunch of craziness. Here's my problem. I then made the mistake of wading into the crowd. Did and you I, bring a product? Did you bring your cattle prod like you're supposed I to? I did not. You got to bring the shocky, man. You got to bring did, the shocky. I did not. I walked into the hallway. I walked into the hall. It was pretty much end to end, back to back, little by little. Here we go. Here's all these little things. I was just going ahead and trying to walk in. I walked into the first row. I couldn't even get through the first row. It was asses to elbows. There were so many people. I actually got stuck between row 100 and row 200 right in the middle. And I started handing out the, you know, the Dungeon Crawl Classics. Uh-huh. I started working for them. You might as well. <laughs> I did. No, so he what, literally. Literally. I started working for them. What they did is they were handing out free jumpstart guides to DCC, which is the mm-hmm. Dungeon Crawl Classics. Those are the old school dungeon crawls where if you rolled a one, you were dead. Yep. You died. That's... <laughs> No, you can't just kill everybody. You just can't. You got to let them. Why like, not? No, because then it's no fun. That you can't just roll a one based on a one in 20 shot and you succeed or die. Well, you shouldn't be able to be perfect if you hit a 20. I do agree. If there, if no, there's no, I, kill, no. There is no perfection. I do agree with that. I do agree with the fact that I don't think a 20 should automatically mean that you win. Or at least that you win and then do something special. But I don't think a one should kill you. But but sorry. Besides the fact is, literally, I I went in there and then I got stuck, and they were handing out these free things, and I just kept saying, "Would you like a free dungeon crawler classic? Would you? Hey, it's a free, it's free, it's free." And then someone from the thing came, go, "Hey, is it empty yet? Oh my God, you're just getting rid of all these things. Thank you so much." And they just stuffed a bunch more in there. And it says, "Well, until I get a free shot to get out of this place, I'm gonna hand you out your things." You might as well have fun with it. So I worked for the dungeon crawl classics guys for about 45 minutes because I could not get out of the hallway. See, that's what makes it that's those are those fun those are those fun interactions yeah. where you're there and stuff just somebody hands you yeah. something and it's just like this is who I am today. Yes, this yeah. is who I yeah. and, but see that's but that's the funniest part is we learned a long time ago when Katie and I first went to Gen Con, we thought that we've got to interview people. We've got to do this, we've got to do this. And then after a while it got to be so overwhelming of trying to set those things up and doing the things that we were doing. And I said, but we're the story people. The story of us going to this thing is so then that's why we it kind of like we took back a little bit in the last time we had gone is like, let's enjoy the time we're here. Let's play the games we have. Come back and tell the stories of our visit to Gen Con because that's what our guys, our listeners like. Yeah. It's not going to be like whether that or not we, we have. No. That we that know. We think of. Yeah. <laughs> All 69 of you. So, but um, yeah. So, but you know what? The, yeah. So the hall opened at nine, right? Ten. Ten. Yep. Um. So 10 o'clock, by 11 o'clock his time, he's calling me and he's saying, I'm going to go to lunch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because it's stressful. But yeah. people stress you out. Make no. you, see, but, that would have been me because it would have been like, get me away from these. 
people before. And it was I start only killing. Thursday. Yeah, it was only Thursday. But here's the fun part about this. Here's a little known thing. If you go to lunch at noon, you can't get into things. If you go to lunch at eleven, you can get into everything. And that's when I went to that's, that's the that, sweet spot. And yeah, that's that's when I went to lunch at Goodwood, which is the place that Ram used to be. So anyone who's gone oh, to Gen Con, I was yeah. confused why you kept saying Goodwood. Yeah. I'm like, so yeah, is this some, some kind of code? No, Are you no uh, good? <laughs> he doesn't have Goodwood. Come on, <laughs> we're talking about. Also, I'm like surrounded by a bunch of nerds. So no, um, lunch at Goodwood. So yeah, Goodwood was good. Um, they were very nice. They were very receptive to the. They they didn't have anything overly. Like the Ram, remember the Ram had, like their menu was like completely shifted. They would play nothing but like, that like nice. geeky stuff. Yeah, they play like yeah, on. geeky movies on. They Not knew so their much. they knew their crowd. Now Goodwood knows the crowd, but they didn't go as out of their way for this. However, this is where I had the stupendous BLT that when I said it was two third veggies, it's actually good for you, right? And then I showed Katie a picture of it, and she said, you're going on a diet when you get home. Okay. And he did. And it did enlighten me on this BLT. So the BLT is essentially a I don't care about the... Lettuce or tomato? The L and the T. I care about the B. Oh, my God. There was a lot of bacon, and there was a lot of sauce on it of some indeterminate origin. I have no idea what sauce it was, but it was excellent. It was exquisite. Because my, my take a on a BLT is if you can see the L or the T underneath the bun, you're doing <laughs> it wrong. Yeah, no, no. This is this was yeah, it was it was more B than L or T. Excellent. Yes. You uh, can't be mad at a man for that. No. Bacon does those kind of things. Bacon make you go crazy. Yeah. Man. Well, I also had a I also had a couple beers and also a, a bunch of fries with it. So I don't know if it was. A the fries do not count against you. Oh, is that's that good. a public service announcement for the women out there? Bacon makes the men go crazy. <laughs> Bacon <laughs> brings all, all the is, boys to the yard. <laughs> all I know is say. All I gotta say is this, ladies. You want to get your man. Uh, forget perfume. Put a little bit of bacon grease behind Ooh. your ear. Mm. It'll be all over you. Maybe I'll be try all that over Bacon grease. He'll be there forever. So, so as as so after Goodwood went back to the hall. Um, once again, still insane. Day one was a little on the nutty fest. So I really didn't. I, I walked a little bit of the hall. Didn't do a lot of it until later. But what I thought was funny was this is this is one of my little like little little tidbits from the show is I snuck out one of the doorways when I was trying to run away from the crowds again because the crowds were insane again. They were just nuts. Uh, backpacks. Actually, I'll, loan, I'll, loan you my, I'll loan you my cattle prod no, for next year no, if you cattle want. Cattle prods just seem like, they seem like more problem. They're, they're more trouble than they're worth. But, um, so I did run into a Gandalf cosplayer who was missing his opportunities. He was standing outside the doors. Oh, man, No. Guess what he Please did? Please tell me he didn't say it. He didn't say it. How? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. He did not say, you shall not pass once. He He's missed his opportunities. Uh, uh, he, you know what? He, he he's did, an imposter. He is an imposter. He is, a, he is an imposter. He was a LARPer, not he was, a cosplayer. He Maybe he, he had already been saying it for like three no, hours. No, no. This, 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 this is Thursday. This is Thursday. Yeah, this is, this is yeah. Gandalf 101. That's like missing, 101. That's like missing say, a chance to say, may the force be with you. Yeah. You know, it, it's got to happen. 
Whether you want it or not. Use the force, Luke. Mm -hmm. Great power (laughs) comes great responsibility. That's a, you got to do all that. But in this case, yeah, live long and prosper. And Gandalf did not say, you shall not pass when people came out the doors. (sighs) Okay. So that was me like. No, I was, I was taking a little. I was taking a little breathers because that's, so, and then so that was the day. Thursday was the day that I bought all my stuff because once again, remember, I'm in a hotel that's six miles away, mm-hmm. so I have to buy and carry everything. Should have took the bike with you. No, the bike doesn't go that goddamn far. Six miles down the highway. I don't. Oh, you're, yeah, that's highway time, oh, man. You're real. You're real. You're real distance. Yeah, real. Mm-hmm. So, well, that's because I didn't want to get shot in the parking lot in my old one, so I couldn't take my bike. I've got a vest if you wanted to borrow it. <laughs> well, that's nice. <laughs> it's got a trauma plate too. Sweet. Uh, you know, that's what I need to do is oh, go down. So in... you're safe from bullets and knives. Oh, awesome. I'm just, I'm just I, that's nice. It's good. It's, <laughs> you know, it's good to be prepared. That I'm a bad guy. I just know a few. <laughs> So, okay, so so then after that, is I, I did go do my shopping. Now, granted, my games are behind me. We'll talk about the games at the end because that is what everybody's here for. They're not for the stories I'm telling. They're here for the games and all the cool stuff that I brought back. And secretly, I've already taken all the dice out of every he game has he taken has taken all the dice. You're, so that he cannot play any of them. I can't. I, you're a jerk, man. <laughs> That's the way. Leave you, leave you alone with my games for five minutes. You're already you, molested. You left me stuck in the dark for four days. Four days. I did. He was down here. He thought we were supposed to be recording four days ago. He's been down oh. here four days. But the lights Why were off. Why didn't you so, knock? You well, did. the lights were off and the, the little birdie off. thing kicked in and I fell asleep. You fell asleep. What have you heard? You'd hear it a lot. I don't know. I was asleep. <laughs> okay, I hear too many things. But you know what? That was the funny part. Is So then here I am walking around all my games, walking around the town, and then I met up with Rick, which is a friend of mine. Who is he Rick James? He is not Rick James, bitch. <laughs> this, is, this is Rick. Uh, actually, strangely enough, Rick, Tim, and Jerry. No Tom? No Tom. No Tom. No Tom. But yes. I we re- need to change Tom. We need to change Tim's name. So, he's Tom now. So my, my yeah, Tom. You cannot yeah, sorry, hang out Tim. with Jerry without a Tom. Hey, sorry. Tim, you are now Tom. I apologize for my friends. So Rick is a friend of mine who I play games with on Tuesdays at Chop. So he's my stepping out group for gaming mm-hmm. groups. So that's the, the guy. The other The other group. group. Yes. Yeah. My, Rick. Yeah. Rick. Mm-hmm. You know. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. That's fine. So, so, but he was also down in Gen Con. So hey, you can play games with us too. You just I know. never do. So that involved me leaving my house. <laughs> so yeah, so I ended up meeting up with Rick and uh, Tim and Jerry, and we went to the Saint Shack. Now, have you ever been to the Saint Shack? In, yes, uh, I have. Now, what's very strange is their claim to fame is that they have hot dogs and boozy frozen slushies. Their other claim to fame is apparently at 5 o'clock in the afternoon, they have a very big bouncer that decides to frisk everyone and bag check everyone. Oh, was that the best part of your weekend? Oh, it was. <laughs> was he good? Did what? he really get in there? You know he got I mean? in there. He was yeah. one of rubber glove ones, huh? Yeah, he was. Snap. Oh. But what not only is funny about this, is so we went to St. Shack. It was just out of the blue. They just said, hey, we're going to St. Shack. So I sat at the bar with them. We found out that we crashed the DeVere Fest. Ah, that's why he was there doing... No, 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 don't, 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 no, no. Devere is actually just a Spanish board game club that basically they have, they are uh, a a company out of Spain that re-releases games in Europe. Mm -hmm. So why they were having their thing at Saint Shack, I don't know, but they were. So when we walked in the door, they're like, are you here for the Devere Fest? I'm like, I don't think so, but they gave me a ticket anyway. Well... 
the fear fest was not all it was cracked up to be so we end up leaving there but uh this is where i found out that you can walk the streets of indianapolis with an open beer oh now now when rick they don't make you put a lid on it no you can walk through the streets of indianapolis with an open container Outside of a paper bag. Then again, it is Indiana. I mean, it is. I mean, we were they're a little fucked up. We, to we, we said it was like the lawless West. It was like yeah. basically like we were like, well, there's no laws here. We can do whatever we want. So when you when, can't have any control over the, your uterus, they no. are, but you can have a beer. That on is, the this is true. Indiana <laughs> is the south of the north. Yeah. So what was funny was when Rick said, when Rick said, hey, we're gonna head off somewhere else. And so we're going to head off somewhere else and we're going to go hang out for a little bit because, you know, you can just bring that beer with you. That's when I got the sloth beer, which is that was when I took you the picture of the sloth beer because Katie loves sloths. So I took it. So do they squeeze them? How did they get it out of them? Do they squeeze them? No, it's not. No, it's not a beer made out of sloths. It had a sloth. I'm sorry. You cannot call it a sloth beer. Just like baby oil. The good baby oil is squeezed fresh yeah it is well yeah they're, they're they are they are made out of the freshest babies so and this one was right. made out of the freshest slots so they were very pungent and very did aromatic you drink it slow yes i did <laughs> congrats <laughs> yes lathan thank you for catching me on my very own joke but yeah uh so so this is where they told me that i could wander the streets of indianapolis with beer and I thought they were lying to me just to get me arrested. That's literally yeah. what I th- I don't blame you. I don't trust anybody. No, I didn't. So I walked out with a beer. I did not get arrested. We walked right by cops. They did not care. It was the greatest thing in the world. I was running the world at that point. I was like, hooray! The world is my oyster. So you're so it's basically like Atlanta during the, the late 80s. Yep. <laughs> Pretty much. Gun racks and open alcohol. Right. So here's, here's, here's where this devolved into. Have you ever played the game Love Letter? Yes. Okay. Have you ever played Love Letter, the barren version? Nope. The what? The barren version of Love Letter. What is that? (sighs) Rick, Tim, and Jerry introduced me to the game that they've been playing for years called the barren version of Love Letter. So, Rick, I'm going to make you listen to this podcast just so you can see that I'm talking about you. And yes, you too, Tim and Jerry. The Baron version of Love Letter is if you are caught with the Baron, you must drink an entire beer. If you win with the Baron, everyone drinks an entire beer. Let's just. You do know you're 50 now, right? I do. Okay. I do. Just, yes. Just checking to make yeah. sure you remember. Now, that. now, now, okay. Now, here's the pleasant <laughs> thing about this is I did not lose once. During this teaching of this game. And yet he was the most drunk of them all. I was not. <laughs> no. I, no. No, 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 no. I was not at all. I can confirm that he I, I was not never called me drunk. So, so this, this is because is, his fingers don't work when he gets drunk. You know that. <laughs> so, yes. So in this one here, the Baron version goes very, very quickly in general. The Love Letter is just a very fast game in its own right. Our friend Jerry lost every single game. And they kept bringing him beer. Now, in, in all in all honesty, they did have a hotel downtown, so it wasn't a f- far stumble for him. I am very surprised that he made it through the night. 
Uh, this is all at high velocity, by the way. Have you you've been to high velocity? That's the uh, the restaurant bar that's in the JW Marriott that's on the corner. I think I have. Yeah, it's actually a great little place. Uh, Katie and I have been there multiple times. Played a lot of games. Had a lot of food there in the previous years. Well, um, Thursday we closed it because well Thursday we did. And guess what? This is something for you, Lathan. Cal L was our uh, waiter. Interesting. His name was Cal L. Interesting. So uh, for anyone who doesn't know, I think Cal- everyone knows. Who's Cal L? <laughs> he that is Superman's Kryptonian name. And that was Superman's Kryptonian name. And Cal L was a wonderful waiter for that because he kept bringing beers to Jerry. Did you try and push him and bounce off of him? No, not him. No, he was a, he was a smaller guy, so I don't know if he would, but he was a very nice guy. Well, because that's what happened in, in uh, Man of Steel. Oh. The guy tried to push him uh-huh. and didn't go so well for him. <laughs> so, but once again, so so like I said, we, we did this. We played the Baron version of this. It got a little out of hand. Um, Jerry had more beers in front of him than he could physically drink, I think. And Rick and Tim did not feel bad for him in the slightest. We drink and drink and drink and drink and then we'll drink some more. Dance until, like, until the early morning light. Then we'll throw up, pass out, wake up, and then we'll drink it once again. Hey, who? Yeah, that's that's exactly what happened. Um, luckily, I did not lose any of the Baron games. I did not have the Baron on me when people caught me. I did not have the Baron at the end and make people drink. But I did feel bad about learning the Baron version of Love Letter, which will be forever ingrained in my mind because that leads me into my lift adventure. My lift adventure happened uh, when I put in for a lift when high velocity closed down only to find out that my phone died in the middle of your lift driver is coming. So I don't know who's showing up. It said it was a, a person named Mang. Of course, here's the funny part about my lift story all weekend. Every day, luxury car. Had either Cadillacs, Infinities. I had, it, I was being driven in style wherever the hell I was going, regardless of surge pricing and all that other crazy stuff. But the, the our, our big joke with the night was that my phone was dead. I thought I was going to be driven and thrown into a ditch. So I had to tell <laughs> people I did not get thrown into a ditch. But you know what? Shout out to my driver, Mang. His name was Mang. Uh, he drove me in an Infinity. And it was a pristine infinity, and but he was a very, very nice guy. He got me home, and he did not throw me into a ditch. So that was the official end of night number one in in Gen Con. So Friday, Friday, so Friday. But once again, we're we're, we're back to the uh, the whole story again. Friday is more Lorcana madness. What they decided to do the night prior, because of the chaos that happened the day prior. They decided to open a line at 6 p.m. on Thursday when the halls closed. And then people began standing in it at 6 p.m. the night before the hall opened at 10 o'clock the next day. Because people are stupid. Yes. And when I arrived, um, I got in there probably about 8 9 o'clock in the morning because once again you get in you want to grab some breakfast you want to do some stuff i did go to cafe patachow by the way cafe patachow was always one of our favorite locations i I had that place but because once again flying solo for this one i was able to easily sneak into a little booth seat (laughs) and no one bothered me and that was very cool 
I do. I did miss going with you, though. I, I did. I did want. I did <laughs> you wish. don't have to suck up. No, I'm not. No, no, no. <laughs> on the I'm podcast. Not. No, I, to be honest, I really. I, I did go by I'm myself. I'm sure there were plenty of benefits of going by yourself. There are as benefits. Well. There are pros and cons to both. But the thing is, I did. I did enjoy. I did enjoy going to a lot of the places with you. Yeah, there, nobody wrapped his knuckles every time he tried to pick up a game that he shouldn't yeah. have. Yeah, well, then again, true. she picked up half the games that I last yeah. time we were there. That so. doesn't count. I did she have can a pick job up whatever last year, wants. though. Yeah, that, that is fair. <laughs> that is fair. But she can pick up whatever so, one she wants. But yeah, you so, can't. So the Lorcana <laughs> people were crazy. They went, They wrapped around the outside of the building when I got there. They were outside. They had got, So now, if anyone knows the hallway to the, the... If you enter at Hall H, you basically that's where the entryway to Lorcana was. They had a now an express lane for Lurkana set up throughout the hallway that if you were standing in it, you were in it, standing it for Lurkana. And Lurkana took over everything. Lurkana, you're insane. I don't exactly know what's going on. Now, that Friday, of course, I was recuperating a little bit from Love Letter Baron edition. So uh, it was a little bit of an easy day for me. Uh, lots of water. Had a little bit of a midday, midday nap in a chair that I found in a corner. That's what I did. On Friday morning, I did see Jonathan from Panicult Games. Uh, we also ran into Mike and Vanessa from my gaming group, also the Tuesday night gaming group. So uh, the, more, there was more gaming group people there than there were uh, anonymous tabletop people there. I wonder why that was. Oh, cool. <laughs> I can hear everything that is going on. I, was, I happened to glance away. That's, that's, that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. I glanced away to check on one thing that's that you haven't mentioned yet. I have not mentioned Waiting it yet. Waiting for you to mention sure, it. That's fair. Well, you could just mention no, it. You could mention it, but he thinks I'm going to mention it because I was there. Uh -huh. oh. You were there. I could be. Okay. Now, so uh, did you, I mean, did you but, see the guy, you know, like where, was, you know, like the, the four-man scouting crew there with the ninjas scoping out stuff? What? Huh? You know, the crew. Which crew? Pulling the Ocean Eleven. No. Oh, God. The three. Oh, the yes. guys who stole a bunch of shit. No, I didn't know about that until I left. Oh, man. Until he got honest, back home. Yeah. No, I did not know about that until I got home. And then I figured I, you'd have the inside dirt on my, that one. All my friends asked me if it was me. And I'm like, no, I don't look no. like any of those no, the guys. Picture did it's not. a card game. Why the fuck would anybody want that well, shit? Well, no. It's three hundred thousand dollars with a card game. Oh, it's still magic. card game shit. It's still oh, magic. It's still three hundred thousand dollars <laughs> of magic cards. I'm a criminal with res that respects themselves. Okay, you did and hear, I wouldn't steal that shit. You did. You did hear who's the suspects? Yeah. Right? Uh. -uh. They're they're card designers who were they're trying to game? shill a game at Gen Con. Yeah. Please. Yeah. <laughs> if anything, I would have been more like the Joker in uh, Batman, where he sets the money on fire. That would have been me. So you would. Oh God. Well, actually, they said... But right they were now, indoors, you know, and they got yeah. sprinklers and shit, so... <laughs> no, but I, I'm just amazed that, A, they walked off with a pallet jack full of stuff. B, they then proceeded to offload it into something because it was a pallet jack full of stuff. So they had to put it into a truck or something and then drive away and then... And no then one, go back to the con and show their game. And I'm, I'm assuming go back to the con and show yeah. their game. Yeah, but I... I, I yeah... I don't know. There are a couple of dudes from New York. Um, I think that's not the way to get into the gaming business, but uh, you know what? You do you. I don't know, man. I've, you got to remember, I've been watching how to be a cult leader and how to be a tyrant on, I think, Netflix lately. Tell so me how you, that's working out for you. You never know. that Those may be in those playbooks. That, that could be. That could be. Stealing cards from a game convention, that's probably step number one. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, but here's where once again I took my own um, I took my own advice. 
I went off for early lunch again. I went off about 11 o'clock. However, this is where I found the Social Cantina. Now, Social Cantina, for me, is my new go-to place for Gen Con food. Uh, Mexican place, they did very much cater to everything Gen Con related. They had a special menu. They had special drinks. They had a bunch of special stuff. They had movies playing on the... And it was very close. It was right on Georgia Street. So it was not here in our previous years. So this is something very, very much brand new. And I enjoyed it thoroughly because that's the place I kept going to. They had very good tacos. Um, that's basically their theme menus and everything. I'm planning on going back there in the future. And then that's when I decided to take a little bit of a break and go off and, and play some games for the very first time of Gen Con other than my drunken barren love letter with my friends rick and so what games so what games did you find uh strangely enough it was secret hitler because once again my secret hitler is my game any social deductions in general are my games to play it at uh at gen con just because i have a group that will play here but you know there's there's something to be said about playing the social deduction games with a bunch of people you don't know yeah because there's got to test your skills. Yeah, you got to test your skills because there's a lot of people that will go immediately. Katie's Hitler. She is not always Hitler, but she she plays one on TV. Is always Hitler. <laughs> She's always. Hitler. But in this case, like so. But what's funny is a majority of the people at the table were the same people I played with last year. Oh, which is which is still fine because I hadn't seen them in a year. So, it was, but it was it was kind of fun to go off and play. But it, that was the fun part. It's like I a win and I had a loss. It was a short little thing. Um, then um, I really didn't do a lot on Friday. A lot of Friday was a lot of just floating around doing the things that I did because I was kind of recuperating. But then I did go to a place called Pearl Pizza. That was later on in the night, and I did call Katie from there. See, what is Gen Con experience really is? It's an epic food run. It is. Oh. Well, any vacation is yeah, any an vacation. epic food run. <laughs> that's that's how our vacations are. Well, it's also you oh, no. I, you get yeah. for me. It's kind of epic. It's kind of epic and flowing. Um, and I went to I went to Pearl Pizza, which is actually in a little bit of an alley, which is strange. Um, so you go, you basically just wander down this alley, and here's Pearl Pizza. I've never been there before, but it was it was pretty good. But it was one of those things where I thought I'm walking into a dark alley at ten o'clock at night. Is this You're a good a idea? Guy. What? You're a big guy. Well, yeah, that's, but that's I'm still it's just still walking into an alleyway at 10 o'clock at night with a bunch of drunk friends. So, um, once again, and now this is where Ryan shows up. Now, oh, no, we're going to back this. Bag up. Rewind. We're going to rewind a little bit. Because in order, before we went to Pearl Pizzas, what I had to do was I had to go find Rick, Tim, Jerry, and their new friend, Ryan. Now, Ryan's gone there a lot of times with them. But um, the Embassy Suites is where they were. Embassy Suites, for some reason or other, decided that before Gen Con, they were going to go ahead and renovate their, their hotel. By renovating their hotel, they cut off their entire front entrance and then made you kind of go through this weird murder maze and then an obstacle course to get to any floor above one. How is that a problem? Drunken people can do so. It, well, I wasn't well, drunk yet. Okay. See, I was not well, drunk so yet. So you didn't have to worry about having drunk memory. No. Remember. Oh, yeah. No, I didn't have to yeah. yodel, yodel who exactly. get myself in the beer fest. No, I did yeah. not. <laughs> this was, But this was where I walk up and then there's a hole in the wall 
that's mysteriously broken out that I think a homeless man's going to pop out of at one point in time and then shake his fist at me and say, ah, don't go there. It's going to be dangerous up there or something right out of a video game. But I, I did finally get up to the 14th floor. And I got to tell you, the Embassy Suites, I don't know why. I think it's whoever filmed the movie Vertigo mm -hmm. decided that this was their, their inspiration <laughs> because it was 16 floors of very low balconies and plummets to your death. That's the way it should be. Yeah. So I'm very surprised my drunken friends did not die because I was told this, that nobody died while going back to this hotel. Yeah, it was it was not good. But nobody lived either. <laughs> no one died. Nobody truly no one did. Lived. But however, the one thing is they also had a, fr a fridge in their room. So they said, hey, you want a beer? And I said, sure, I'll grab a beer. I went to the beer and guess what was in the beer fridge? What? Bush. <gasps> oh, no. Not bush. It's bush beer. It's so? it's still warm piss. What else is No, <laughs> well, beer. It was anything but warm because the oh. fridge was set so high, it froze everything in the so bag. You had beer sickles. I did have a beer sickle. I opened up my beer only for me to try to squeeze it out into slushy style and drink a little Isn't bit. Isn't that cool when that happens where no, where it's, it's all it's still liquid until you open it and then you got to pour? Oh yes. No, it, it, I I I yeah, it was it was yeah, it was a beer sickle. Yeah, it was not it, Bush is not good on its own right, but any port in a storm beer wise, I guess when it comes to that's free what, beer, it's, it's beer. beer. So it was free beer, but it was frozen beer and I'm like, "Okay, that's enough." But that's when we went to Pearls. Now that this is where because we had to have the the Preliminary frozen but frozen but frozen but god damn it that's not working at all is frozen it frozen bush frozen bush it sounds like Still it sounds like it's it. in German speaking <laughs> is not his strong point frozen bush even though we have words a podcast hard. where he has to speak regularly words are hard words are hard but they also they were also drinking bloody marys all day which I don't think that helped them in the in the in the final run I can't here. say that you know yeah I get it they're on. They're on a vacation, yeah. they're on a trip, they're enjoying themselves, yeah. but I also don't feel like Gen Con's where you want to just go and get drunk. Uh, you know, you got so much other stuff to do. I agree, I agree with you, but yeah, it, it kind of, it, it, I don't know, it's, it's kind of like, a well, Adepticon, we kind of go and just get drunk. No, well, you go and kind of. Get no, not me in general. <laughs> just, just in. <laughs> I go. Well, you, not until last um, year. You and did. even then, I didn't get drunk. <laughs> no, that's fine. You were drinking whatever. Well, fine, fine, fine. Whatever. We went to Pearl Pizza. Um, mm -hmm. I don't trust you guys to get drunk around yeah. you yet. <laughs> I don't know you well enough. Now, this is all. Now, while I'm Ten here. Ten years, dude. That ain't enough time, man. <laughs> so, I don't drink with my family because I don't know them well enough. <laughs> That's fair. We've but known you for 10 We've years. known you for a long, long time. So, yeah. So, while we were at Pearl Pizza, this is where I think that I might have made a bad mistake. I, I We went to Pearl Pizza, and then uh, the apparently the appetizers were a shot called Dragon's Breath. Now, me, being the responsible adult of the five of us, decided <laughs> against this. No, no. No. Laugh not, my friend. Uh -oh. I was the responsible one of us, and I was deemed the leader of the group because everyone drank these shots and then proceeded to eat these meat mounds of pizza and hopefully stumble back home. Was any of them nicknamed Crawl? No, no, Just no. Sure. It, was, it was Tim, Jerry, and Ryan at this point, and Rick. And so when they ate that, we ate this pizza, the pizza mound, I ate a little bit of it. It wasn't the greatest thing in the world. It was okay. The waitress hated us. 
I no, I, no well, let me let me let me put that back. The waitress hated Rick, Tim, Jerry, and Ryan. I was okay, I guess, in her mind because I was not insane. So there you go, Rick, Tim, Jerry, and Ryan. You were insane, and you drove our waitress nuts. There you go. I kind of feel like so. Dave had this experience where he was the sober one of the group. Yes. And I feel like saying, so you know how I feel at a Decticon now. <laughs> sure. <laughs> it, yeah. That's it, fair. It's it's weird being the one that, you know, like that gets to see all the crazy. Yeah. You see behind the, the crazy curtain. Yes, <laughs> you do. But this, but once again, we, we end up, show, we end up once again showing up at high velocity and high velocity, of course, stayed open later because it's Friday now. And once again, we were playing the barren version of Love Letter because why the fuck not? So we played it and Ryan, who had just recently joined the party, lost every single game and had more beers in front of him than any single person I ever saw. Are you just telling the same story? No, this is night number two. And once again, the lift shenanigans that happen at one o'clock in the morning. Now, we played the game, we closed the bar, we went, and I waited to go back home. Tim fell over into a bush, Jerry and Ryan disappeared, we don't know where they went, and Rick hung out with me for a little bit just to make sure that a car would pick me up and not dump me in a ditch again. Again? Again. That was, we were worried about the night ones, that's why I'm saying. So, and this is why we need taxis. More than Lyft and Uber. I we need kind more of, taxis. I kind of agree with that. Now, here's what's, here's the part. funny part is, now this is, now I learned my lesson from the night before because my battery died the night before, so I brought extra batteries. I brought those extra batteries, and when I came in, I had the Lyft shenanigans still. I put it in and says, pick me up. And of course, surge pricing hit, and it was insane. It had quadrupled from the night prior. So it was like 10 bucks night one, Night two, they decided to bump it up to 40 bucks. Ugh. Yeah. Again. But once again. This is why we need more yeah. taxis. So, yeah, and the surge price. So surge pricing is one thing. But then what happened is I then had experiences with Lyft where it says, your driver's on its way. Finding you drew new driver. Your driver is on its way. Finding new driver. Your driver's on its way. Finding, so this happened for about 40 minutes. Again, this is why we need more taxis. This is very much true. This is very much true. I am right now surprised and concerned Mm -hmm. um, that a lot of what you've been discussing about this Gen Con trip hasn't really... Revolved around games. Well, the games are behind me. That's my that's I'm that's my coup de gras. That's me me playing. I, I'm, I'm like. Do you, do you really think everybody wants to know? Yes, this is our stories. This, we're telling these stories. Everybody wants to. They're know living vicariously through us about these every yes. drunk detail of yeah because they didn't get to go and they want to see they want to know that if they woke up in the hotel the next morning their water didn't work. Or if they woke up and see my thing with it is with the way that these are going and the fact that you don't have a kidney scar 
Yeah, it takes, all, takes yeah. some of the fun out of this. I know. I, you know, I did. I did not. I did not wake up in a bath of ice with my kidney missing. I mean, and a Lorcana card in my hand. By the way, that that would have been my trade. Um, yeah. But yes. So, but Saturday. So fine. No one would finally pick me up. Someone finally did. That's great. That's awesome. They didn't dump me in a ditch. I got back to my room and I went to sleep. Saturday, I woke up to no water in the hotel, which is really nice because and the rash on my legs from the fucking bed bugs. <laughs> Yeah. Stupid goddamn bed bugs. <laughs> and so, of course, then I get down, then I get down, down. I wander around the hall a little bit. I talk, I, I end up talking to Jonathan from uh, Panic Cult Games. I end up picking up a couple cool things from him for the, uh, for the Cult of Barnacle Bay. And so it's pretty cool. It was nice to see him, but yes, he was super busy running through games left and right. He was selling everything he had. He was out of most of his stuff by uh, Friday. So he was most out of his most of his stuff by Friday, but he it's a good convention when you're selling your stuff, but when you got Friday, it's Saturday and Sunday still, and you don't have any stuff, it gets yeah. a little it gets a little tough because you know if you're right there mm-hmm. and the game is right there, yeah. you're going to be like, I want this game, I want to buy this game, I want to take it home with me. Yep. But if the game isn't there, and you get home, you, you might about it. well you, either you forget about it or you're like, you know, I don't think I need that game anymore. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So if you were at Gen Con and you thought you needed the game and they didn't have it, please order it. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. To be honest, you can't get a hold of it right now. Oh. It is currently sold out. However, they do have LeClux, LeClux Revenge, and that's still floating around out there somewhere. So that's the sequel to Cold of Barnacle Bay. So, but yeah, Jonathan was, of course, uh, he's always awesome. I I love always running. I have to tell you I did a bad thing. Why? Um, I left the door open. To what? Upstairs. To the downstairs. Oh, we have cats? Yeah. Oh, great. We have cats down here. Awesome. Great. Cats. Yeah. Hooray. Stay away from my computer, cats. All right. So once again, woke up with no water in the hotel room and a rash on my leg. Of course, Katie said that's bed bugs. Hooray. I had bed bugs. That's great. I immediately wanted to burn all my clothes. I'm glad I, I have that burn hotel. your clothes, too. I did. Purge! Burn it with fire! Fire! <laughs> well, fire. I was when he got home. I was gonna make him just completely undress in the driveway. In the driveway, ho- but you know, and then hose him off. Yeah, like, sh- like I was like a- he hasn't been deloused like, before. Like I, was in a, like I was in a prison movie. <laughs> yeah, um, like he hasn't been deloused before. Please, is that so, all you're gonna do to him? Once again, Saturday, I hit up Goodwood for uh, because I got a late start. Um, I got a little bit of a late start do, because. Do you want to giggle every time he says Goodwood? <laughs> of course, everybody oh, does. Because he doesn't have Goodwood. That's how we know. I just want to. I just want to giggle. <laughs> There's right. a little part of me that so, wants to So, out. yeah. And then, of course, uh, Tim and Ryan were not doing very well, and I blame the Baron on that one. Uh, I did check out the consignment shop. Uh, unfortunately, I checked it out on Saturday. Saturday was not the day to do it. Uh, a lot of The consignment shop had a lot of things in it on Thursday and Friday, but they went very, very quickly. I did hear they had a big selection of stuff. On Saturday, they did not. I was hoping to find something like a, a few little things here and there that might have been a little cheaper, but I did not. But it, it was kind of neat. They had a decent selection, but nothing I was really jumping Tannis, at. We've never, not until like Sunday. Yeah. Have we ever made our way into the consignment? Yeah, room? and that's that's that. I think that's a mistake. The line always is super long. Yeah, it was super, and they actually moved it. They moved it into the neighboring hotels now. It was at the I Marriott. would love to drop some stuff off at the consignment room next year. Speak for yourself, woman. <laughs> All right. And then, of course, uh, there was more Lorcana madness because, of course, there is. 
that was the discussion that I had. I was kind of hoping Tim would be here because that was the discussion I had where the uh, the Facebook post that came out about the guy making his children sleep in the line overnight in order to get a bunch of cardboard. Have you Did told the kids want to do yet? it? Yes. Well, no, I didn't tell the story on the podcast yet. Okay. But the podcast, the, the story on this was basically on Facebook. Someone decided to post, I'm your parent. I pay for your food. So you're going to sleep in the line if I tell you to. Just so the guy could get Lorcana stuff. And we had a little bit of a discussion about that because I, being that child at one point in time through my childhood, I didn't think that was the greatest approach. Eh. Speaking as a parent, yeah. Eh. Yeah. Whatever. You got to understand. Welcome to the wonders of parenthood. And yeah. you know what? I would never make my You're kids not- sleep on a convention room okay. floor. Here's the yeah. deal. Did he really do it? Yes. He said he did. And he and he, he did, said he, he did. didn't show he didn't show he didn't show yeah, I know, but that's he it immediately backfired on him because everybody kind of just said, Okay, this is kind of shitty because all you did is show a picture of all the Lorcana stuff you get, and you said you basically just said, I made my kid sleep on a floor to get it. Or did he or was he trolling? See, this is Yeah, it's one of those he, it's one of those if, gray he was, if he was trolling, he immediately if he was trolling, he would have left it up. I think the fact is he he put it up there as a joke. It was not well received. And then because it wasn't well received, he took the post. He dialed, he dialed it back. Yeah. Yeah. My thing did he actually the until we get verified proof that now, he actually did it. My I answer did, is yeah. I did see well, next yeah. story. You, I, I did see people sleeping in line. I so. don't even joke about child abuse. Well, no, because yeah. I'm thinking. <laughs> I just I'm feel thinking like, how many parents let their kids sleep out and camp out for movie tickets and concert uh, tickets. But that's a le- other. But, but that's a bullshit. Their choice. But, but that's a left. Reality that's, that's a left though versus. Because I want to buy your shit with that's your his, badges. No, that's, that's his, what it was. That's his statement on it. But yeah. at the same time, the ticket one is the exact same thing. No, 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 no. But it's the, the same. But that's something bullshit. they want to do. And I'm guaranteed that a that younger children aren't probably going. Hooray! I would like these this Lorcana card game. I guarantee that he probably went through and bought the things with their with their badges because you needed their badges to buy extra stuff because you were limited to only one purchase. But no one ever went through this thing and went through with one purchase. There were people who bought four badges mm-hmm. for single days because they knew Lorcana could only be purchased a single time, bought a Thursday, a Friday, a Saturday, a Sunday badge versus one single badge a one on weekend no, so they I, could buy more bat more Lorcana. I agree. It's stupid. Yeah. But it's one of those where I'm just like, it's a troll. It's a, it's one of those kind of things. I where don't I'm just think like, so. I don't, the, the way, even I if hope it, it's a troll. Yeah, I hope it is. Because I hope it is. Because it's one of those that yeah. you take turns standing in the line or being in the but line. But the problem is you can't. The, yeah. Lorcana, the Lorcana lines, if you got out, you were done. You couldn't go to the bathroom. You couldn't get food. You couldn't leave the line. So See, if you got in the line at 6 o'clock at night, you were not getting out of the line till 10 o'clock that morning. See, that's stupid. That's just stupid people. That's that's Those are the same stupid people that go to, you know, like the... Go to the Black Friday sale yes. at... No, that's exactly what... 1 in the to. morning. Yeah. You, there's no accounting for stupid. I mean... Well, at as, least, at as least the Black Friday... said, you can't fix... Yeah. 
stupid. Yeah. But at least the, at least the uh, Black Friday guys have fixed that problem that if you get in line at a specific time, you get tickets now. Yeah. So they give you tickets for a ch- – so and they would do the drawing. So it didn't help you. You just got the tickets. See what they – I mean, and that's that's another one of those where it's like they – you can you can almost feel like with Lorcana one they wanted a big to thing do. with it. Oh yeah, because there, well, they there are fifty direct- different ways that they could have done that. The most common way that you do that is just that is the ticket one. Yeah, where you go here, you get your ticket. You go here to pick up your stuff. Yeah, that didn't happen. And that is easier. It's faster. Or you give them hand stamps or something yeah. like that, where it's like okay, you go down the line. If you get your hand stamp, you can go pick up your stuff. Yeah. There are five hundred different ways to do it, but yeah. being mad at the, being mad at the one dad or mom or whoever yeah. trying to troll. Yeah, I mean, as a parent, it, it, I I read that one and I went, eh, yeah. Anyway, that's stupid. Yeah, I know. Move it, along. It kind of it kind of opened that door of that saying because it was already a Lorcana frenzy was already going around in general. It was really kind of ill received, I guess, in general because people are already mad at at the lengths people were going to, and then someone just made a joke about basically saying that you need to spend 12 or 16 hours of your convention sleeping in a line because I want these cards. That was a little bit weird. I've been I've been on the receiving end of that, so that's why I kind of let it. But but regardless of that, but yeah, Lurkana just once again took over everything, so why the See, hell not? It's a card game. I know, and that's I don't understand it and and people were doing it and thinking that, "Well, I'm going to put my kid through college with No, you're, no not. you're not. Because now it's day 3 of the convention and the the 1200 card that you're trying to get rid of earlier is now 300 because another 600 people have it. So there it, the price tag went down considerably over the over the span of that two days. The collectible market the unless you're buying art? Yeah. Or and well, really even, not even cars. Even art's inflated. Yeah, it really not even cars anymore yeah. because they've gone to the same same realm yeah. where it's like, eh, uh-uh. So. There's there's no money in it. However, there here's 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 a like I guess a bright point of Saturday is is Saturday I got invited to the Gods of Metal Ragnarok party. As a content creator, they sent us a message and said, Hey, would you like to come to this this release party for Gods of Ragnarok? And I said, sure, why not? I will go. Uh, they said 8 o'clock. Mm-hmm. I show up at 8.45. The doors are not open. Of course. They had changed the time from 8 to 9. And I'm like, well, yeah, sure. But they finally did figure, they finally did let me in. Uh, confusion sued because they happen to have two parties at this one location at Nevermore. So uh, I was very early. Um, uh, but I did get a couple of free beers and a t-shirt out of it. So there you go. But, but I... I I didn't see the game. I didn't see what was going on because I had gotten there early enough that they weren't ready to do anything. I got the free stuff. I came out and like, I took my phone call and left. Cool. So I wish, I wish I would add a little bit more opportunity to do that. Um, and then pretty much Sunday, I just headed home. Cool. So let's, let's, let's talk some games. Oh, now you want to talk games. Yeah, I want to talk some games. Now you want to talk games. Okay. So, Hey, here's, we go. Here's, we go. We got, we got the game called infiltrators. Now this is one of the ones I was very much interested in. It's a co-op social deduction game where you're trying to figure out there is a, uh, a trader on a card and you're trying to use cards to, to show people what it is. So you're trying to figure out who it is and then you can kill the trader. Um, it's interesting. I haven't played it as of yet. Uh, but it is one of the short lists for me. It was a smaller get bot, smaller box game, smaller publisher. So I very much wanted to try it out. 
Valbara is my other one. Valbara, I really did like. Um, I don't know if you've played Libertalia. Can't say that I have. Yeah. Yeah, Libertalia is good. I do like Libertalia, but it's basically you have numbered. So in Valbara, you have numbered between 1 and 12. You shuffle them, you take five cards, and you will play them, and you will play for the lands amongst you. You're basically tribes fighting for the land of this new country. And it's and it's set collection. It's more of a... And as you play the cards, the guy with the lowest card will go first, but the guy with the highest card will go last, but has powers to kind of augment that. So a lot of times, like, the guy who goes last will be the one who gets to double the point value of the thing he takes. So he's got benefit. You got yeah. You're stuck last, yeah. but to make it to make it fair. So you play for nine rounds. So you don't go through all twelve cards. You basically will just play these cards and you go through it. And that's always that. That's good. So that was one. Tranquility was another one that I picked up, and that was picked up. Uh, Scott Morris had told me about that. And he said it was a good two player game. And Katie and I both played that when we got home. And it's literally, it's supposed to be played in silence, but I cannot see that. I we think, can't even play the mind in silence. No, <laughs> playing a game in silence to me just kind of just is kind of a bad the game. antithesis to a game. <laughs> well, no, because the, the 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 yeah, the mind is kind of like because you have a lot of eh, 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 eh. like you just kind of want to like make this noise of like don't do this and do it. It, that's the same thing with tranquility, but it's nice because it it, it was kind of it was interesting. But it can be fun like with the mind. Sometimes it's funny when we're Making sounds. Yeah. You oh, know? No, and I have no problem with that. <laughs> that I have no could problem be funny. With that. But I did like Tranquility. Yeah. I thought, for some reason, you really like games that require quietness and counting. Yeah. Um, so I would say of the games that are similar, like the game, the mind, Yeah. I would say Tranquility is the better of them. Sure. I mean, yeah, I... And in the mind, of course, a lot of people say that's more of an exercise than it is an, is a game. But I still enjoy it because it's it's got that whole thing of trying to to get on the same wavelength of of am I gonna will I play this and then will it hurt anybody? And the tranquility allowed you to do this because it's neat because it's like basically an eight by eight grid of cards and you're trying to get from start to finish, and you've only got two little piles of cards. So like you split the 80 cards in half and that's what you get. And then you got some finished cards in there and stuff like that. But that was a lot of fun. Uh, Scout uh, Scout was one I had a really hard time getting a hold of. So Scout was one of those games that uh, it's it's almost like a it's not a trick-taking game, but it's a ladder-climbing game. Have you ever played games like that, Lathan? Yeah. So in this one here is is literally the cards are two-sided. And when they're dealt out to you, you cannot rearrange them. So they're going to be, yeah. So they're hmm. on one side of the card is two, three, four, whatever. And on the other side, you'll see that the other side, and if you flip them over during the very first hand, you will be able to play sets out of there or runs out of there to beat the cards on the table. If you can't, you can scout. So that's what the name the So you'll play, somebody will play a two. And if you play two cards, like if you play a three, you beat that. And you take the two as a score. Somebody okay. plays a four. You can play that four. You, you pull the three back in. Somebody plays a pair of ones. You now beat that that card. So you kind of right. keep ratcheting up and going higher and higher. Interesting. And but it was it was very difficult to find. So I end up uh, I end up picking it up because it was just one of those cards card games that I play with my game group 
that I really like, but unfortunately I could not get a hold of. They had it at the convention, so I picked it up. Uh, I didn't run it. Like I said, I ran it at Jonathan. I picked up the Cult of Barnacle Bay, a couple of Gen Con minis. Uh, so you've got uh, Jess the Dancer and I think a bat. Uh, that was pretty cool. So I decided, I, I figured I could support them a little bit. I grabbed a, uh, grabbed a couple of minis. And so we could add them to the Cult of Barnacle Bay uh, game when we play it. Uh, Star Trek Away Missions was another one that was on my list because I really didn't want to play that because A, we like Star Trek, and B, we've always kind of liked those little, they're not, it's not quite a skirmish game, but it, you could guess you can call it that, but it, it's the Battle of Wolf 359 and where you're mm-hmm. trying to, it's right after the Borg have, have attacked okay. and they're trying to like, and Locutus is running around and doing his thing. And so Riker and his team, Data, Worf, and... I some was, rando. Some rando. Actually, <laughs> she's she's pretty big in the show, but I always forget her name. Uh, against the Borg. And the Borg are trying to run around and just assimilate things on the ship. And you're trying to figure out, like, you have missions. So it's not always just attack and kill. It's, okay. You're running in these mission things. That's potential. And, yeah. And that's, it's based on the old Warhammer quest. Hey there, Future Dave here. Sorry, that's the wrong Warhammer. That's Warhammer Underworlds, not Quest. My bad, but it's still fun, though. Anyway, back to the show. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of very similar to the Warhammer Quest. Okay. Uh, the other one I had was After Us, which is uh, basically, it's monkey societies after the humans fizzle out in 2083. Oh, that all. They got yeah. the date wrong. We're not going to make it that far. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I guess the plus is I don't I, doubt you, but I, I guess the the plus I hope side I'm is wrong, I, I, but I don't guess, think I am. Yeah, twenty eighty three. I think that's probably right outside of my lifespan, so I think I'm okay. Like I said, I still don't. I, I think it's gonna be quicker than that. <laughs> so yeah, We're getting but, dumber and dumber every year. The idiocracy, right? So in this case, but the uh, it, 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 the artwork is really good. It really drew me in, um, and and it was another one of the ones I really really liked. Cosmoctopus was the other last one I got. Now, Cosmoctopus is kind of cool. It's an engine-building game in which you are cultists trying to bring about the, not Cthulhu, but it's the Great Inky One. Mm-hmm. So the Great Inky One is a very cute-looking little octopus that floats around a little map and then hops around. And as he goes around, you build resources, you start buying cards, you start creating things, and then eventually you get eight tentacles, you summon him, and then you can take a cool little picture with him because he's... and, and Katie, I won. Katie thoroughly trounced me in that one. But he cool. knows me so well. Yeah. Because that was like, oh, you're going to love this game. You're going to love this game. I brought it, it home cute, and I love the game. It's the cute factor. Now, it's, it's cute and it's really good at playing. Yes. And cool. so she did enjoy that. That was it. And I really was very, I didn't come back with a lot of stuff. I, I really was kind of uh, very modest in my purchases this year. I don't think they had as much as past years. There was like rush off and get like, I have to get this. The things I did miss were I did miss Expeditions. That's a Stonemeyer game based in the Scythe universe. It's more, I think it's, a lot of people are saying it's better geared towards two players, but it's like, it's like exploration and resource gathering and, and kind of that set building type thing. And it's almost like a deck builder slash resource game. Forbidden Jungle, another one by, um, they did Forbidden Island, Forbidden Desert, uh, Forbidden uh, Sky, which we didn't like so much, but Jungle was really looking good. I, I was I, I was really hoping to get that because you're walking around the jungle and these little monsters are are evolving as you're going around and you're trying to get around and it's a cooperative game. There's Sea Salt and Paper was the last one that I couldn't get a hold of. 
that was a smaller card game that I thought would be fun. Each card has like a little origami creature on it, oh. and you're building them up as a set collection type game. And but that was yeah, that was that was pretty much the things in Gen Con. So those were the games I got. I brought them back. We played quite a few of them, but that was Gen Con in a nutshell. Uh, going by myself, it was interesting. Just really interesting to be able to. You went by myself, and I. And there was while there was the freedom to just go anywhere. There was I. I did miss you not being there yeah. because I really much like the idea of going places, having a direction. Uh, there is something to be said about just have being left to your own devices but, and just wandering you know, about. From hearing how busy it was. Oh yes, no. There's I, no way my wheelchair would have gotten around. No, I think. Oh no, that would have been a problem. There's just no that way was, I would have yes. been able to that get was, through. That was. I could have. Lo- I'm telling. you, I got the cattle prize. <laughs> just should. put it in the front of the wheelchair. Exactly. Get the fuck out my way. <laughs> Does it have to run off the battery of my chair though? No, it's got its own. Oh, it's, it's got its, it's own. It's self-contained. Okay. You got a decent right. amount, and you got a, yeah. you got a decent amount of shocks for that sucker. Yeah. Okay. You put it on low. You know. I mean, you don't have to, you don't I'm have to always run it at max. No. I'm down. Lower down. Not at all. Not at all. Fuck out the way. But right now. That was Gen Con. That was my adventure, my solo adventure. But you would still, to somebody who, who was afraid of going by themselves. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. At no point do I say that you shouldn't try to go by yourself because I ran into a ton of people that I've never met before. I met great people on Wednesday when I first went down there. I played a bunch of games with great people on Thursday. I met a bunch of people I haven't met before on Friday. Saturday, I was met a bunch of old friends, and we. I never at once felt like I couldn't do something by myself. I was able to go out to restaurants and get stuff like that, and I jumped and, in it. And Dave is an, an overly outgoing person, believe it or not. Yeah. He's yeah. actually very shy. Yeah, I don't go out of my groups. way. Yeah. yeah, And see, I'm for me, I, I love going to things like that by myself because I don't want to have to. I want to do what I want to do and I don't want to have to. And that's kind of what to justify I, where I'm going. For yeah, stuff. I, I had a lot of FOMO about uh-huh. missing out this year. And, um, you know, I, I wanted to be there. Yeah. I love Gen Con. But I, I also felt like he's going to be able to do twice as much because I'm not there this that's year. Kind of well, the, that's kind of the yeah, reason. When, when my phone told me that I was doing 22,000 steps a day. <laughs> Times yeah. four. Just and a yeah. few. Just a few. Yeah. <laughs> but but anyway, that was yeah, that, that but anyway, that was that was Gen Con in a nutshell. Um it was my adventures there. It, it I thank you very much for Gen Con for providing me the press badge to be able to do that. Come back and talk about it. I do always enjoy going. It is always exhausting. But you know what? I would always I'm always up to do it again. So I'm looking forward to next year. I'm hoping more of you come with me. I'm uh, hoping that more of you come with me next year. So that because yeah. that would be because it, it's always great to hang out with you guys. I love hanging out with you guys for the podcast. I love hanging out with you guys in general. And it's just just doing something like this together would be awesome as well. Yeah, I I want to go again mm-hmm. with you guys one time. It's just it's more of a it's more of scheduling it around all the yes. others. I can imagine because yes, I, it is. It has to be a handful when you have to schedule. I mean, hell. Scheduling this podcast is difficult. Ooh, yeah. As you can see, Tim, Gene, <laughs> I shake my fist at your sicknesses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, well. I loaded up on meds <laughs> so that I could help Dave out today. I had to, I had to show up for him. You know, yeah. I, I told him to do Skype, and he's like, 
we're not yeah. set up for Skype. I'm like, okay, fine, I'll show up. Thank you very I'll be much here. for Yes, and we do really appreciate, appreciate that. It. Even if it's 12 billion degrees outside and there oh, are 27 yeah. stoplights between my house and yours. Yeah. yeah. All right. Technically, well, you only are like five miles away. Yes, but he did say it was 27 like left 27 turns. There's like 27 stoplights, all left, left turns. turns between here and there. <laughs> it, it sucks. <laughs> but anyway, that's been Gen Con. Yay. Yay. Yeah. I'm going to be back at Gen Con next year so everyone can go that. And and, and hopefully I will be too. Yes. And hopefully, standing. yeah. And hopefully more people. But yes. But until then, we are taking a break because that's what we got to do. So, Lathan, give us your words of wisdom to our break. My words of wisdom are don't hold it if you got to go. Go. <laughs> wow. Those are smart words. Those are words to live by. Yeah. Words. Trust me. Smart, to live smart by. words. Your mm-hmm. prostate will thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you, prostate. Well, it's almost like you were there, huh? But anyway, we're off for a quick refill, but when we get back, it's random nonsense. Coming up next. Welcome back. Shut Up and Take My Money gets unexpectedly fishy, Geeky Jean takes a sick day, and Celebrity Deathmatch pits Disney against a Chucky. Oh, and Tim Sack? I'm sure it'll be worth something one of these days. Just not today. And welcome back to segment three. What? Segment three again? You're doing that. You're taking Tim's spot again. Let me finish. Let you finish? Really? Yes, let me finish. Why he never lets it? me finish either. I don't know. <laughs> Sounds like him. He's not that kind. But anyway, segment three, otherwise known as the third half of our show. Third half? How does it? Wait, <laughs> Tim, are you here today? What's going on? What is going on here? This is not right. No. Well, you know why Tim's not here? It's clone batching. We already no, talked about he, that. He's not here because I have his wallet. Really? Yeah. Why do you have his wallet? Because it's easier to shut up and take his money than it is to take mine. Oh, that's fair. Oh. So you've stolen his wallet. Did you steal the clone's wallet or do you actually steal the actual Tim's wallet? Doesn't matter. I guess not. I just want the like, money. It's, it's like the Schrodinger's wallet. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's a, is it there or is it not there? We don't know. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't really matter. That's so fair. this week for Shut Up and Take My Money. Yep. We have. Really? Who the fuck? Who the fuck? Okay. Who yeah. the fuck keeps picking these shit? That, that was me. You, I figured if Lorcana. Hey, in, you know what? I I think you should talk about sushi. No, 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 don't. Here's what we here's what we have down here. Don't usurp my my preparation. I am not respecting your authority. No, okay, respect my authority. Here goes. Okay, what do you say? Here's what he put down here for this shit. Lorcana, yeah, Lorcana, Lorcana, Lorcana. Okay, here's the deal. No, no, it invaded us like a plague at Gen Con. It's invading this podcast. Let me finish. Yeah, let you finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Okay, so it's Lorcana. It's a card. It's some card game bullshit. Yeah, it's some card game. You do some collecting. Yeah, it's got a bunch of Disney crap in it. Yeah, it's way too fucking expensive. Because I'm looking at these fucking prices. You got seventy nine ninety nine. Well, no, that's not seventy nine ninety nine for everything. It's 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 like eight ninety nine for a pack. Well, why the fuck you got seventy nine ninety nine? Because down there's here? multiple packs. Did you not read man, the rest of it? Man, fuck that shit! Oh my god, you're not helping. You gotta buy all. more than one. You do. Of course, you was collectible. Who buys this crap? Apparently, Disney adults. No, nah, no, nah, we're we're skipping that. Today, for <laughs> shut up and take my money, we're gonna talk about a game called 
Sushi Boat. Sushi Boat. It just came off a of Kickstarter. Really? You can go to their Kickstarter page for Sushi Boat, and you can still pre-order it. Oh, you can it late order it. Late back it. They can still late back it. Oh. It was at Gen Con. That they was. were, um, and apparently they sold really well. Yeah. Very cool game. The whole idea of it is, if you've ever been to one of those conveyor belt sushi places, it's like that. So your goal is to build the best stack of plates possible. And it's got this little track that the sushi runs on that they move as they go across. So you get to pick them up. That is pretty um, cool. The materials of the game, unlike this crazy cardboard crack Lorcana BS that's you know, <laughs> like 10 cent paper, that if you look at it funny, it's going to fold up or worse. Heaven forbid, you know, like it go through one of these you Illinois or... Southern our, summers where it's humidity. Our our Disney overlords are going to come for us now because Man. you've defied them. You have defied. They have fucked they have, the house they, in a rent. Oh, oh, oh. I said it. Yeah, I, said I don't want to stand next to Lake in the center where the lightning strikes and come Bring down on, and get him. Bring it on. The mouse the the mouseketeers are going to come get you. Bring them on. I can take them. So, but no, unlike that where you get this paper stuff that yeah. you know like swells and. Get you gotta like buy cardboard. You gotta well, buy extra. This has cardboard in it too. The difference is this: you don't have to buy plastic to put over the cardboard to play the game. With That's this, fair. you get a full game. Yeah. So with Sushi Boat, not only do you get a full game, the board is is uh, three mil plywood, so it's yeah. a very solid but board. Yeah. And if anyone it's knows plywood, it's Lathan. Hey, I know. Nathan knows plywood. <laughs> I know my wood. He, he um, knows his wood. The the play mats for each of the characters are thick cardboard, about eighth inch thick cardboard as well. And they're not the kind that'll just fold upon you instantly. It's got wonderful plastic tokens that are really cool. And the plastic tokens fit perfectly. They do. Oh, my God. They slide perfectly. The artwork is phenomenal on it. Everything looks the way it's supposed to. It even comes with a ceramic. Ooh. That's like ASMR. Oh, ASMR. I want to go to sleep now. (laughs) A ceramic dish for um, for the little wasabi tokens that come with the game. Ah, wow. The game is just, it's I've never had something so breakable in a board game box. It's it's just amazing. And what gets me is the fact that this was a Kickstarter game. It's by uh, Panama Games, right? Uh, I think I'm saying that. I think I'm saying that. Japanime, right? Yeah, I think I'm saying that right. Uh, She's turning only the box upside down. You (laughs) can do it. trying to look. I hope I'm saying that right. Japanime? Yeah, it looks like Japanime. Japanime. I can't... I don't. I don't J- play. Well, it's very A-P-A-N-I-M-E. anime. It's a very anime style blue haired woman on the oh, box. It so yeah, my eye as I mean, soon as I just, walked downstairs. Yeah, it's, it's a cool game. It really cool. Uh, you could still get it. They are still taking orders for it. If I sure. can go back to the page, yeah, it looks very cool. Go back to the page. Oh my gosh, I just this isn't. I mean, yeah. it's just it's quality. This, is, this wow. isn't cardboard. This is wood. This is wood. This is wood, people. Yeah, it's wood, people. It's Japanime Games. It's okay. called Sushi Boat. It yeah. is still available on pre-orders. If you go to their Kickstarter, sure. do a Kickstarter, go to Kickstarter and just search for Sushi Boat. You'll find and, them. And and what? There's even cats. <gasps> what? There's even. Oh, cats. that means it's wow. There's cats. Yeah. Why there's, are oh, cats and sushi? What's going on with cats and sushi? It's, Why are it's they? A, it's I, a seafood I, thing. There are cards with cats on them. Oh wow! It's got all kinds. It's you a, can't it's a go very, wrong with this. No, one, you can't. It's oh a very God. nice game. You're talking two to five players. Takes anywhere from a half hour to an hour and fifteen minutes. You can play up to eight people, or really? excuse me, uh, up to five people, to ages five. eight and up. Sure. All right. So that way, it's not it's not one of those games where where you get in and you know you're gonna have that one guy like you will with some card games. 
you know, like Lurkana, where eventually some cutthroat's <laughs> going to break everything that's in the game in the first 30 seconds. Nah, they're going like, to change one card that has an and on it to an or, and it's going to break the game. You're angering the and then they're gonna And then they're oh. going to be going through, you know, like retiring cards. So all the cool stuff that you thought was cool, that by the time you get it, they're going to go ahead and retire and it's garbage. Oh, man. Yeah, and you're going to have, you know, like kids wiping little packets of it and little Timmy getting kicked out of school for trading cards during school. You could get a good game like so. You, sushi want, you want them instead. to trade sushi boats instead? No, that's the beauty of sushi boat. Well, yeah. There is nothing to trade. You get everything, everything in, in the wow. box. Nothing extra to buy. I do have to say one thing: the box is awkwardly shaped. It is an awkwardly shaped it box, is but that's long and and narrow. Yeah. Um, but you know, some people prefer long and narrow as opposed to short and wide. Squat? Short and wide. I guess so. Yeah. I mean. I mean <laughs> Or square. Because square is really hard the cool, to deal with. The cool thing with this one, though, is even though it is a weird shape of the box, yeah. it's not uh, it's not old school board game boxes oh, yes. that were no, useless. It's not Monopoly. It's yeah. not Monopoly or Clue. You're, yeah, you're it's not safe. one of those boards. So, I mean, it's cool. But it's got a lot of neat stuff to it. Yeah. This is also, because it's got such a low entry point for age, my kids at their school every year, uh -huh. they have their quarterly game day. Basically, goof off to blow off steam. So that's where your kids bring in Warhammer and, and just walk exactly. on the floor with everybody. They bring, in a, they bring in a game. Yeah. So lately, this would be a game that is simple and fast enough that you could teach yes. at any age group to play. Mm -hmm. And it's fun and it's engaging. It's not like some games where you sit there and there's none of the cutthroatness that I know Lorcan is going to bring out in people. Yeah. Well, actually, you're, yeah, but... I still have nightmares of Magic the Gathering, yeah. of playing Mikey and, and getting my ass kicked. Yeah, and, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not worse. He was a weird Magic savant. I don't think that's like well, the normal. That's fair. With something like this, you don't have to worry about being curb stomped. Yeah. I mean. It doesn't appear to be. Yeah. You have, you're, you're dealing with sushi. If you're getting curb stomped over sushi, you're playing that game wrong. Exactly. And best of all, you know what you can do? What? While you're playing the game? Eat sushi? Eat sushi. Oh, yay. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but what if you accidentally eat the pieces? That would be a like a lawsuit for Japanime. I mean, no, you don't want the that pieces damage. are the pieces are small enough that you don't really have to worry about. If you could swallow them whole, they're they're pretty big. Oh, that's good. Oh, big. so you don't it, want to it, swallow it, them. it doesn't have the choking hazard. Yeah, thing. Uh, so, even you. Yeah. I can swallow those. No, even you can. Oh, okay. I don't want to. I don't want to swallow those. Yeah. I mean, that swallowing those seems like a bad idea. Put it this way. Yeah. However, they had do look I... tasty though. I mean, I do like the idea of the shrimp on there. I would have easily been confused and eaten the shrimp. Had I had this game before I went to the last anime convention I was at, I would have probably brought this with me and we would have had a blast with it because it's got a, it's got a built-in market. Everybody loves sushi. It's just Everyone one of those cool sushi. games. Yeah. Well, it's got a great a lot look of people to it. like sushi. A lot of people like sushi, yeah. <laughs> I know a lot of people who don't. If you're in, if you're in anime, <laughs> and they're wrong. Of, yeah. If you're in anime, you're into sushi. Yeah. You just are. That is fair. So it... It's a little bit more expensive. On the Kickstarter, I paid sixty bucks for it. Hey, that's I, not that bad. That's still not bad. Sixty bucks is, is like ballpark. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be willing to bet shipping all in. It's still cheaper than getting a than being able to build a decent deck of Lor Lorcana. Oh yeah, don't forget you're gonna buy Lorcana just to sell it on the secondary market. So you're Absolutely. fine. Yeah, you're, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, and then you got to deal with all the eBay crap and sending stuff out. That's too much fucking work. So man. I'm glad I wrote all that. That was like, <laughs> yeah, I'm glad I wrote all yeah. that stuff. Did a really I mean, good yeah. job. I know you wrote. <laughs> see, because this okay, a little behind the curtain. What Dave what? wrote a script. I did everything. Oh my god! I spent all I this time preparing. Oh my god! No, Tim. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I say that's through that's your Tim. Skin. That's Tim level things. You're now taking. I thought Watson was going to take Tim's spot, and you took Tim's spot. Good job. Well, sometimes you have to. Now you crinkle it up. Now you don't have a. Now you don't have an outline. So how okay. are you going to know what we're going to talk? Now about I can know what we're going to talk about next. Well, because what we're going to talk about next involves the rat. It does involve the rat. Because unfortunately, but, Geeky Gene's not here, so we can't have a Geeky Gene, and we can't have a Disney file tell us what we think about Lorcana. So we are going to go to the other rat, the yes. cool rat. Yeah. The rat that we all loved yep. growing up. The, the blue-collar rat. The rat that yeah. made it fun to have pizza and video games. Mm-hmm. That's right. We are talking about Celebrity Deathmatch yes. Rat on Rat competition with... Chucky G versus the mouse. Yeah. Little Mickey. Little Mickey. Oh, well, I can see where your loyalties lie. Damn straight. <laughs> so you, 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 I'm clearly, clearly, clear right now. Now, I have put them in a ball pit, but where would you like to put them? Oh, no, we could, we could. The ball pit it's, seems the ball pit the ball fitting. pit the ball, the ball pit, pit seems sitting now because that is the cage match. I know that's the cage well, match of like, the kids' battle. Yeah, countless countless hours of urine and and sneezing. Watch and for the floating yeah. diaper. Don't forget the vomit. The vomit. Ooh, yes. And the, the diaper. The vomit. There's the vomit ones are definitely the, the. My sister used to work at a Discovery Zone. Remember those? Oh yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. She'd have to climb into the tubes and and clean the vomit in the, in the middle of the hot vomit stuffy tubes. tubes. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Going you know tubing, man. Like no, thank you. So these are our competitors. We've got Mickey Mouse versus Chuck E. Cheese in the ball pit. In the ball pit. Cage match style because it's one of the good ball pits with the net around it. Ooh. Only one way in, <laughs> one way out. So, so the question is, you're clearly leaning towards the uh, Chuck E. Cheese. This is Charles area. Charles E. Cheese. Exactly. If you're really looking to be uh, like right now, we might bring lawyers into this because that's you know that's Mickey's way. Mm-hmm. Well, that was actually the route I was going to oh. go. Yeah, was because you know. Mickey Mouse would just litigate yeah. Chucky to death. Yeah, and that's but, why so we're having it I, in the ball pit. Yeah. I had, yeah. yeah. I, however, I however, Chucky e. Cheese, on his own regards, has been the victim of an assault by Showbiz Pizza. Yes. Showbiz Pizza already sent a cadre of lawyers against him, and, and he survived. Lost. Yeah, but you cannot fight compare. the mouse. The lawyers of Showbiz Pizza to the Disney lawyers. I would have I to agree with way. you on that. The, yeah. only, the only thing that Chuck E. Cheese got wrong yes. that they didn't get right was the pizza. But then again, mm-hmm. the only thing that Disney gets wrong hey, uh, is that overpriced kid, food at their fucking parks. Yeah, as a 10-year-old <laughs> kid, that Chuck E. Cheese pizza was goddamn glorious. Oh, yeah. No, it was. But my thing is this. Yeah. It, given a choice between the pizza at Chuck E. Cheese or... The overhyped, overpriced food at Disney theme parks. Yeah. I'm going for Chuck E. Cheese. I am. Well, I agree with because it's more accessible. Because I don't have to fly down to Florida or fly out to California to enjoy the glory that is Chuck E. Cheese. I've had a You just have to drive down the street and hope you don't get shot. Well, well, this is true because there are lots of fights outside of Chuck E. Cheese, but that gives a that gives a little bit of an, a, a gutsier blue collar edge. Well, and that's to, also why yeah. that's also why Chucky will win that cage match. I'm telling you, yeah. that mouse don't the mouse don't I, know. I, Remember the the Alabama brawl? Yeah, 
It's going to be worse than that. Because really? Chucky's going to get in that Can't ball. Can come pit. in with a folding chair? So it, Actually, it's going to be more like there is there is the Dark Knight Returns Batman yes. comic book. <laughs> yeah. Where Batman is in the pit okay. with the mutant leader. All right. And he tells him, this is not a mud pit. Mm-hmm. This is an operating table. Okay. And you're on the slab. Ooh. And that's exactly so. Chucky e. Cheese is gonna like exactly, operate on Mickey Mouse. That's exactly how Chucky's gonna handle. Chucky's gonna basically just grab that rat. He gonna cut them ears off. Really? He gonna well. Chucky does have a hat, so he has head protection. That's I'm nice. You, man. That's good. Mickey would just unplug Chucky. Nah. Well, Chucky. Chucky no, Chucky, Chucky Cheese was. Chucky, ne- he was never animatronic. Yeah. He was the guy in the suit. He was a suit. He mm. wandered around. I, I, they did, they I, did I've probably been to Chuck E. Cheese twice in my oh, life. Oh, no. So. She's highbrow. She likes have, Disney. No. She's the you Disney. Oh. My parents, that wasn't in the budget no, growing we, up. We didn't go a lot as a kid, but yeah. I did go. Now that I have kids, I've been several times. Yeah. Spent a lot of time there. I was a big showbiz kid. It was, I like, yeah, I, showbiz, showbiz was my guy. We had showbiz in my town. Until Chuck E. Cheese ran him out of business. Yeah. Uh, he was brutal. Brutal not businessman. Only, not, only did he, not only did he run them out of business, yeah. he then bought all their assets. Yes, he bought all their animatronics. He and straight up made them new people. He straight up did them like, uh, see what like the the eyeglass people where it's like, oh really? Uh huh. So you guys don't want to sell? So you guys don't want to do our brand at our price? Well, fine. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna, we're gonna buy di- you. We're gonna we're gonna discount your shit. We're gonna discount our shit that's identical to yours so much that yours is worthless, and then we're gonna buy you. And what you gonna do about it? I'm telling you, man. The I, yeah, Chucky. Chucky's. Yeah, Chucky. Chucky can play dirty. Chucky's if he's got, got to. connections. I think Chucky's got underworld connections. I the, think he's he's got those mob ties. That's fair. I can see the that, underworld connections. I that, and also look at look well, at. He's all a rat. The, he lives in the sewers. Of course he does. Look at all the video game. T- Disney does a lot of video game stuff. Yeah, but at the same time, all of those tie-in video games, yeah. all those characters from those tie-in video sure. games. Guess where they come from? Guess where you guess where you fell in love with those guys? Chuck E. Cheese? Exactly. I, I, no, all, I didn't know. I, I was just, I was just, like, I was saying Chuck just e. random things. I hope Cheese you would approve of me. Games. All about the video games. Oh, it was. Yes, yes, and it was. If you, it, when you wanted to play Mortal Kombat, oh, where would you go? Gas station. Chuck E. Cheese. To be honest, if I have want, a, a craving to play skee ball now. <laughs> if you want to play skee ball, where'd you go? Whoa. See the power of Chuck E. Cheese? The ticket. I want to go play skee ball. And the ticket muncher. Yeah. Tell you, man, didn't, Disney well, the cool thing about it. Chuck E. Cheese, too, guess what they always sold? Beer. And you that was the buy, other thing. You could buy beer you at a Chuck buy. E. Cheese. Not so, only a da- you- so a dad could bring his kid to Chuck E. Cheese and still get a lit in the middle of and the afternoon. And they even sold pictures yeah. back in the day. Oh, you yeah. could go in and get a picture. Now at Chuck E. Cheese, yeah. get this. Chuck E. Cheese now sells wine by the glass. <gasps> get out of here. Fancy Chuck E. Cheese. Yes. It wow. sounds like coming from somebody who's been to Chuck E. Cheese I'm recently. Not, <laughs> I have kids, so yes. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, I've been there. I haven't done the wine there yet. But I have well, been I don't there. think they have a great selection of wine. Their beer no. selection was not very good. No. The I other mean, thing, I, like the other a pitcher of watered-down beer. Hey, as someone who was at Chuck E. Cheese and eating their horrible pizza and drinking their beer on a... Thursday afternoon, sure, yeah, that's fine. That seems like a good place to stand out, but you know what? You're, that's no Disney. That's no See, Dis- Disney's, Disney's got Disney's got the upper hand on this. No, because what's going to happen is yes. this, and then you got to deal with the token things. I'm telling oh, you, man. Oh, Disney the, has no tokens. The bag of tokens, tokens in a sock, man, can do <gasps> oh, a shit ton of damage, no man. I'm oh. telling you, Chucky gonna be there. He's like, oh yeah, yeah oh but, yeah, Mickey gone. But Mickey, gonna, Mickey's got those Disney adults that will go. They're like. Feeding into a hopper, they would go and take out Chucky. You know, no. Okay, so yeah. 
Disney versus Chuck E. Cheese. Sure. Okay. Yes. So when you're at Chuck E. Cheese, yeah, and you get those tickets, yep, and you get something very cheap and disappointing with those tickets, which is the usual. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At least. With Disney, you can sell that bar of soap for forty dollars. Oh, that's <laughs> because true. Of, that's the that's the appeal of stupid people. The power of Disney. <laughs> that's the power of stupid people. But which one? Okay, given given you have two hours, uh-huh. two hours. Which one are you going to have more fun at? Oh, in a two-hour time. <laughs> Clearly, Chuck E. Cheese because you can get more done at Chuck E. Cheese well, in two that hours. That has and you, and you don't need to be. You don't need to be there all day, but I'm telling yeah. you, man. If if this is a fight, it's gonna it's gonna be close. But Chucky's Chucky's winning this one, especially in the ball pit. In the ball pit, I, man. I, I think Chucky knows the ball pit. Chucky, That's like fighting a, a darn alligator what? in the water. Yeah, I agree. No, personally, I agree. I, I I think that I think Chucky has a little more of a he he's a he's ready to get down and dirty. I think Mickey has more of his he has his his lawyers he has he's insulated exactly if you put if you pull mickey out i mean he doesn't remember his roots as steamboat willie exactly. he doesn't remember those he remembers his high and mighty days on the mm-hmm. the altar of disney now chucky chucky's been scrapping he's that bare knuckle boxer on the in the in the streets exactly. and this is rocky this is the rocky the, yeah you've got your your guy who's on his golden throne, Mickey is on his golden throne, and he hasn't been in the streets since the '30s. Exactly. This is this is kind of like the where all these people. I follow boxing. You have all these people in boxing talking yeah. about these fighters. So and so made like billions of dollars, and he's like the greatest fighter ever. And then Tyson comes up, and he's like, "Okay, um, he's this guy fought two times this year. Yeah, you know, like Liston. You know, he defended his title forty-seven times in one year." Yeah. What's the difference? What's the difference? It's like, yeah, trust me. That's Mickey. Mickey is that guy. It's like, yeah, I'm I look like I can fight yeah. because I'm only doing it once or twice a year. Versus you get against one of these journeymen like like Chucky, Chucky. that is like, dude, yeah. I call that a Monday. Yeah. Bring it on. Well Chucky's been fighting. Chucky's gonna in the be streets. there like yeah. come on. Chucky's a Chucky's a brawler. I think Chucky, seriously, I this is when I brought the when I when I when I dis- decided this, I was like, whoa. This is like mouse versus mouse, rat versus rat. I think this is this was like a really tough one because I know that Mickey has his waves of 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 loyal followers, and Chucky is more gritty and dirty. And mm-hmm. you go to his restaurant and actually see rats. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's something there. <laughs> I mean, it's, there's something. If you live in the sewer, remember what did Bane say to Batman? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. <laughs> Oh God! The growing up in the sewer line. Yeah, you oh, grew up in the God. sewer. Yeah, it's like I was. <laughs> so yeah, I think I think Chucky here, Chuck E. I mean, gotta give him. A, yep, that, Chuck that, E. Chuck Mr. E. Cheese, Mister Cheese, Mister Cheese. Wow, that doesn't make him seem very like he is like, strong though. He Mickey, is Mister Mouse. To seems like also fucking cheese. I think so. Oh, there we go, Roy Alba cheese. Mm-hmm. So I, I think pers- <laughs> I personally think yes. My vote, my vote, yes. I think Chucky is he is down, dirty, and ready to fight. 
I don't think Mickey knows what's coming. Mickey thinks I mean, he knows what's coming. Now, but if we're, I don't if we're so. talking like whole entourages, yeah. then Mickey may have a chance. Oh, Mickey does because, have a whole because entourage. Because he's got more. Yes. But if we stick to his core, yeah. just his core ones, I don't know. Because I don't think we're gonna, you got to remember that jug band that he picked up from, that Chucky picked up from um, Showbiz. Showbiz, yeah. Them backwoods, oh, God. Alabama, Louisiana backwoods type. Well, dude, and I'm telling you, you gorilla. don't fuck with him, dude. You took the showbiz gorilla. Mm-hmm. The showbiz gorilla is probably 800 pounds of muscle. Dude. He's got he's got a backup. You don't, you don't you don't fuck with those dudes. Those I know, dudes but are, but they got the Berenstein Bears or not the Berenstein Bears, <laughs> but the stupid bears. What about but nah, the, uh-uh. the stupid bears? From no, I'm like, talking. I'm talking. His, I'm talking. Mickey's core. He's got yeah. what? Goofy. Donald. He's got Goofy and Goofy. He's a got cow. a pantsless duck. Goofy's a cow, by the way. He's not a dog, it turns out. Yes, it is. I, I know. He's a cow. No, totally he, fucked yeah, up. He is not a dog. Don't ask me why, yeah, he's, a, no, no. why he's a cow. Nope. He's a fucking cow. He's a cow. Yeah, he's um, some um, weird so you cow. Got, so he's got, you know, like... Goofy, Minnie. Well, Minnie. Whatever. Yeah. Because Chucky's girlfriend, yeah, Chuckette, I don't, I don't, I don't know, know what she is, is, but she's going to take out... She's clearly rough and beaten down. <laughs> she's going to take out Minnie these without is, nothing. These are straight up backwood animals. Yeah. These are... You know how you got... Oh, my God. You've got house cats and you've got feral cats these are the, these are them feral cat ones very, that are just, you know what mickey, mickey brought a yep, knife you, to a meth fight that's not happening yeah. <laughs> you when you when you hear the banjo you know it's over yeah <laughs> when you, so, so, we're, so we're saying the backwoods Chuck E. cheese band and friends is going to clearly mop up the floor Ew. with mickey it, it ain't even he could mickey could bring darkwing duck and the other one with him and it still wouldn't freaking matter his Mickey's only hope is that he can like co-op uh, the gargoyles to fight on his side. That's fair. Gargoyles you know, that's, were pretty cool. But that's, yeah. his, that's his only choice. But if he's sticking with just his core characters, uh, I, uh-uh. to be honest, I still I still say a one-on-one match in the ball pit. But I still say lawyers be damned. I think Chuck E. Cheese is going to take out Mickey without even really trying, yeah. and then bury him under a ball pit. Mickey Mickey's going to basically get in there. And he's gonna—he's t- not even gonna fight. He's gonna take a dive. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be the shortest fight ever. It's gonna be that Is one. Is this the f- kind of fight that? Uh, Elon Musk and uh, yeah, where he's gonna take and, a dive. But here's here's the funny part is about gonna, it is, is no. the, the one thing I'm gonna say about Mickey though is Mickey's gonna take the dive and gonna get paid for it. He's no gonna less. get paid for it because he's gonna bet on Chuck. Yeah, and that's what's gonna happen is Mickey's gonna make more money because he fell, took a fight. And fell in the fourth round in the ball pit, mm-hmm. and he's gonna come out smelling like roses. He ain't even gonna, he ain't even gonna make it look like a good. What, yeah. No, what makes it so bad is it's not even gonna be the fourth round. It's gonna be in the first ten seconds. He's gonna take a dive, and uh, I don't know. And, I, 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 gotta give, I gotta give Mickey enough credit that he's no, going to kind of try no, to make it look this good. No, because this is this is Mickey. Mickey is that ki- Mickey is that kind of asshole that would literally <laughs> walk into the ring, let the guy throw a jab. Not even hit him and lay down on the canvas and sit there and be like, I'm getting paid either way. Why should I even bother with this? I'm yeah. going to get paid no matter what, so who cares? So you think <laughs> Mickey doesn't want to fight Chucky, and which makes is, is makes I, sense here at this Mickey point. Mickey is too cocky and too much about his got money a face. and world domination. He's got a pretty face. You exactly. don't want to mess he's up like, that pretty face. Chucky don't care if he's got scars. Exactly. He don't care he if he's got Chucky scars. Chucky Chucky, <laughs> Chucky's got stories to tell. Chucky <laughs> is a rat from the street that, that clawed his way up. Them tokens, I'm telling you, man, tokens in a sock. 
Talking <laughs> that's how that's how, to- so, that's how he got so, there. So we're gonna come down and say that Chucky takes out Mickey Mouse with tokens in a sock unanimously. Hey, hey, have you ever been hit by tokens in a sock? I'm telling you, man, that shit hurts. But <laughs> I have not. But you've got stories to tell, my yeah. friend. Hey, Katie, you agree? Are we saying Chucky? Uh, well, you know, my vote's still Mickey. Oh, oh, oh! I can totally see where y'all are coming Chucky, from because yeah, there's I'll, no way in hell I'd ever want to go fight up a rat in a some, sock. Go up some backwoods, motherfucking yeah, you know, banjo I, playing. I'm telling you, when you hear the banjo, you know it's messed up, man. Yep. I'm just saying. <laughs> so, so I can totally see Mickey taking a dive once he hears the banjos play. Wheel like a pig for me, Mickey. Squeal, squeal, boy, squeal. All right, everybody. Chucky clearly wins that fight, although not as unanimously as I thought. If you guys have anything to say about this, please come on our Facebook and tell us what you think because we need help. Help us. Come to us and tell us you're you're listening because right now we're just speaking into a void and hoping people are listening to this. Chuck E. Cheese is going to beat Mickey Mouse because Mickey Mouse is a puss. Exactly. I mean, he. this wasn't even a fight, man. Nah. The, you know it's sad when the spread on this one wasn't even worth it. Yeah. <laughs> There wasn't even a, there wasn't even a point spread, you know. It's nah, just like yeah, whatever. This is yeah, easy. whatever. We're 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 clearly laying odds on in favor on the the backwoods rat, right? Hey really, man, hey, so. he just grab him, just just slap him around a little. All right, so 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 now since we clearly declared Chucky the the bare knuckle boxer winner of this horrible rat fight, this is where we go to Tim Sack because Tim, now Tim, you're not here. Now, oh, uh, uh, I'm sorry, Tim. Did you say something? Did you say something? Oh, you did. Okay, that's great. What was now, that? Now, now, I'm glad to see that, uh, Tim, uh, you seem just as vocal and, and great as you have been in the past. Are you going to dig in your sack? All right, that's great. I, I like the ideas of you seem like you have a lot of passion and you really want to dig in this sack. I know that as a uh, as a, a podcaster that you are doing a good job and, and, and definitely contributing to the show. Uh, much better than the actual Tim. So, so, Tim, dig deep in your sack and you tell me, tell me what you found in your sack today there, Tim, no, 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 Tim, let go of the sack. Let go of the sack, Tim. Let, let, no, Tim, let go of the sack. Let go of the sack, Tim. Let go of the sack. All right, would you like me to dig in the sack today? Or, um, yeah, I'll dig in the sack. Oh, I, I can, you can dig. You want to dig in the sack? Yeah. D- yeah. Th- there's actually nothing in the sack. You have to read off the paper. I, 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 I We have graduated done. from the, the digging <laughs> can, in the I sack. Right oh, that's here. fair. Yeah. Oh, good. Okay. So, so, so go, ahead. go ahead, Katie. Dig okay. in the Tim's sack and tell us what you found. Well, some see, I'm going to actually read the script. Yeah, oh wow, she, what a <laughs> professional! Well, that's probably because cue cards. I haven't read it yet. So. No, of course not. Um, while some grown adults stood in line for up to 16 hours to get their hands Suckers. on some Disney cardboard at Gen Con, I wasn't one of them. But I have stood in line for other things, and I'm sure you have too. What's the strangest thing you've ever stood in line for? Ooh. Hmm. Now you get a chance to see this earlier. Katie yeah, just I'm, read this I'm blind. I'm thinking about some. So she's got to really think, think about, about some of these. 
because I've stood in line for some really, really weird stuff. Good. I That's mean, what we're looking for. There were some, there were some, the probably the best weird thing that I stood in line for was. Give us a whole bunch. I don't care. Oh, yeah. I got to pat out some time. I mean, because <laughs> I've stood in line for, you know, like boxes of taffy at the state fair because, you know. Fair. It's so- I've stood in line. Speaking of fair, I've stood in line to see the butter cow. <gasps> the butter yes, cow. I've stood in line for yeah. those. I've stood in line for the butter cow. I've stood in line to see the butter cow. I stood in line to get the one of the ultimate uh see what fryer chuck um turkey legs oh. they, <laughs> at the renaissance fair no this was this was um this was steve's turkey leg emporium <laughs> <laughs> no this was just one of the county fair type ones because they had one and these were like the gigantic ones mm-hmm. and they did they did the swanson style where they wrap it in bacon <gasps> oh and not just not just in, i mean like the good back bacon where it's like all meat oh. big monster I mean, you get this thing, and it was, I stood in line. So a coronary and a drumstick. That's good. I like that. Hey, that, that's why they have the little the little yellow boxes, you know, with the little paddle thingies. Oh, oh <laughs> defibrillator. Okay, I got it. Yes. That's why they have the little, the little thing with the paddles. I was, hey, I was fine. That's fair. Good. I was fine. Stood in, stood in line to get a Boba Fett figure when I was okay. a kid. Awesome. Took forever. I had to mail in for that. I didn't do the mail-in. They had J.C. Penney had a promotion at the store when mm-hmm. I was a kid, and there was this long line of kids, all of us standing there, waiting to get the Boba Fett figure. Mm. See what I've stood in line for comic book stuff all the time. Yeah, no big deal. Finding something unusual that I've stood in line for. I stood in line to. Well, you've gone get, to Exotica, so clearly yeah. you stood in line for that. Oh yeah, well, yeah, but that's that's kind of normal. Yeah, that's, that's normal. That's normal. That's normal. I stood in line I, to be flogged. Yeah, that's not to I be I stood mentioned. in line to ride a, a fake rodeo. I mean, come on. Yeah, the mustache ride. Inflatable rodeo, whatever it was. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, the mustache ride in uh, yeah. St. Louis. Yes. Yeah. Gosh. Thinking of dumb stuff that I've stood in line for, that's a tough one. Yeah. Because it's not dumb at the time when you're standing no, in line. No, it's for, not. It's never at dumb the at time, the time. It's, it's worth it. I, I remember standing in line a very, very long line to get, uh, see what, Dan Abnett's signature one time. Okay. At a comic book thing. Sure. Not at, not at a 40K thing. But, but you know what? I'm not, I'm not going to say that. That In signatures in general, I won't say are dumb. I don't personally do a lot of that. I've done that for X-Files actors in the past. I've done that for comic book, like Todd McFarlane. <laughs> I've, I've stood in line for that so I can have my Spider-Man signed. I don't overly think signatures are dumb. Now, levels of signatures. Now, yeah. you've got some Z-tiered people oh, yeah. that you continue to go stand in lines for, pay them to... To do their things. Anytime with- that you're paying $5 for a signature, you know you're at the wrong place. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, no. Uh, of, of dumb ones that I've stood in line for, probably the dumbest was... Oh, gosh. I, I hate to admit this one. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it, it's this level of dumb. Sure. Way back, back in the old days. Old days. When there was still beta. Oh, wow. Movies on beta. Yes. Video places still had them. I remember standing in line to rent a movie on beta because at the time we had a beta VCR, not a VHS. And I so you picked standing- the losing side. Exactly. However, beta was better. It was better. The picture quality was phenomenal. Yes, it was. But, you know. They just didn't. They Unfortunately, they didn't have the backers of porn. Yeah. Because that's the key. Licensing and everything yeah. else. Well, not only that. It's that the thing is that's that's they say that right now that. 
technology of home video markets is based on pornography. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like literally when Blu-ray and DVD, what, plus? Was it DVD, DVD plus? plus, DVD minus, and HD DVD. HD DVD. Yeah. So when they came through, is that the reason Blu-ray took Blu-ray off? Had is because and, and cheaper licensing and porn jumped on. The same thing with VHS is mm-hmm. VHS. Porn jumped on and beta fell apart. It had cheaper licensing mm-hmm. and you could fit more on a tape. You could. Uh, probably the dumbest one that I look back on standing in line for. Hey there, future Dave here. No, Deb's off the hook on this one. Uh, with the July 4th holiday <laughs> and my work schedule, this just was not going to get done before Prime Day. Was it E.T. that had the green? But you never know. Go check out Amazon. You might still be oh, able to okay. pick up your man. Yeah, yeah. go ahead. E.T. Wait, okay. That song's when, wrong. When E.T. Anyway, came out on VHS, yeah. you had the you had all the scalpers. All VHS tapes are black. Yeah. To signify that you were getting the real thing, not a scalped one, yeah. they changed a little flip-up bar that covers the tape. To green. green. Okay. And I remember not being the only one standing in line, and I didn't even really like E.T. as a movie mm-hmm. that much, but I remember standing in line at Montgomery Ward <laughs> with the line the line at the mall, I shit you not, went, and Montgomery Ward back in the day was what's called an anchor store. Yes. Yeah. Anchor stores malls. and malls were the big stores. Mm-hmm. The video section was at the back, back. of the store. Yeah. The line ended in the mall. And I'm not talking ended in the mall as in, oh, at the doors yeah, to nope. the mall. I mean in the middle of the mall. Into the middle of the mall. And you that many people coming to buy this movie. ET phone. It was the It's gotta be the dumbest line I ever stood in. <laughs> because what made it so bad is We got ET at the end. I got the movie. I really wasn't a fan of the movie, but I got caught up in it. Yeah, you because know, mm-hmm. I'm a kid. You get caught up in that kind of stuff yeah. and you watch it. Um, but it wasn't what I wanted. It's kind of like the it's like the Cabbage Patch Kid thing. <laughs> oh where God, Cabbage I felt, Patch! I felt sorry for parents that got caught up in that hey, one. Don't that even was again another pa- Cabbage Patch Kids. And Elmo, the other dumb line where you had to get the tickle me Elmo and you had to stand in the line. What I'm, the point I'm trying to make is is ET is dumb. Yes, as a parent. <laughs> Don't let them suck you in anymore, people. <laughs> wait. You know what? Everything can be okay. delivered to your door. You can order it. Yeah. You don't have to wait in yeah. line for this shit. You don't have to be first. Well, there are some things you can't just get at a line, online. But yes, E.T., I got to say, standing in line for the E.T. VHS tape. Yeah. I, I, I'm i going to say that's, that's, that's a front runner right now. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it, was, it was dumb. Of course. He's the first one to go. So, of yeah. course, it's the Well, yeah, but runner. it's going to be the front runner even after you go. <laughs> yeah, it will be because right. mine are pretty stupid. Oh, that's fine. Right, Mine's so stupid, too. What do you well, got? That's what it should be. It, yeah, it's all about stupid, stupid stuff that you've stood in line yeah, for. Yeah, stupid stuff you stood in line Not for. Not necessarily was stupid the item at the time. Yeah, it's but never stupid to you. Stupid. <laughs> it's stupid. You look back and go back and stupid. So You know, I would say waiting an hour in line for potato pancakes at the Kris Kringle market. Oh, oh God. It's pretty yes. dumb because, you know, it's just... It's- there's potato so many pancakes. It's only I could have gone home and made potato pancakes. But I know, but there's something to be said about having them at the Kris Kringle market. Yeah, exactly. And that's yeah. why we stood for an hour in line to get soggy potato pancakes. Hey, hey that's the other thing. Hey, hey, they aren't so, even so, good. So, so, that's what yeah, gets you. Yeah. So, but it doesn't matter because they're there and they're awesome. You're going to eat them and they're great because you're going to get your sour cream and you're going to get your applesauce and put them on side and they're... Yeah. They're worth every 
Memory. Memory. You just find the memory. Because those point. are those are the ones that get, those are the ones that make it worse. Where it's like you you wait for this thing and it's not what you thought it would yeah. be. Not, yeah. I mean, because now granted, I waited a long time for that. You know, like for the Swanson, I waited a long time for that. For that. Oh man, that thing was good. What? And it lived for the turkey leg with the bacon. Oh, and it lives up. <laughs> wow, you're still wow. That's uh, clearly that's not stupid at this point. I mean, because that, that was that I waited. Awesome. I, I waited a stupid amount of time for it. And what makes yeah. what makes it worse is, yeah. I'm pretty sure this was the Chris Kringle market one too. You saw everybody walking past you with theirs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they're happy and they're smiling. Mm-hmm. And, and you just, just want to knock it out of their hand exactly. at that point. <laughs> Shh, like, get out of here! Go away and stop like enjoying yourself. <laughs> you know that was that was kind of the, you know one of the things I do look back on and regret waiting in line for was my stupid ex-husband thought you know that if we waited in line for the newest Wii and we or we waited in line for the newest PlayStation so you know it was 20 fucking degrees outside and I'm waiting outside Best Buy so that we could get this PlayStation and sell it on eBay for you know what? The scalper, yeah, yeah. the scalper mentality. I don't, more I don't something. believe something my time stupid. is worth that much. No, it's not. It's like I'm, I'm or, my my time is worth more than me standing outside of a place to get a deal on a TV that on Black Friday was built solely to get you in the store on Black Friday. It doesn't even have enough HDMI ports. It's got it's a, a busted it's a processor. Ob, it's yeah. a specific oddball model yep. that you can't cross shop with anything. Yep. Well, that for me, and there's one, only three of them. So good luck if you're not one of the first three in the store. The other one that falls in that category, though, is ninety nine point nine nine seven percent of the concert tickets that I've waited in line for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, now granted, I I've seen Prince in concert, which. Mm-hmm. You got experience. I didn't get to see Michael in concert. Wanted to. Mm-hmm. But even that line, that yeah. that one was not only a line. That was a fact that. Well, Ticketmaster was a, you're pay- another another animal. So. I'm sorry. When you're paying, when, when the ticket, when you hit zero number three yeah. on the ticket, that tells you that you shouldn't be going. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. That, that, that's too much. No. Yeah. yeah. That, that's too much. Yeah. Well, I, and know, also when you go to Ticketmaster and you found out that, all right, the ticket was 60 bucks and you bought the ticket for 60 bucks, but then the processing fee, the handling fee, the whatever fee, and then all of a sudden now you're at 125 The fuck so you wait, because yeah. I can fee. Yeah, we're, yeah. The, we're the only place in town you're going to get this <laughs> ticket fee. The yeah. fee for us being nice and letting you take off your pants before we shove it up their fee. <laughs> then the fee for us saying, ah, screw it. We're going to do it anyway without fee. <laughs> Yeah, but no, it worse because we used to you used to have to stand back back in the day standing in line for those. Yes, it wasn't Ticketmaster was like it, there was no there was no virtual in line. You yeah. got in line outside of Macy's waiting for those concert tickets, and I've gotten a few that way. However, that is not my craziest one. Uh oh, what do you have as your craziest? Well, strangely enough, this was this was we're looking back at the year nineteen ninety nine. Uh oh. So 1999, there was this little movie called Star Wars, The Phantom Menace. Oh, yes. Now, remember back in... I, now, I kids, told so many people about that yes. one. Now, kids, remember back in the day, they used to have midnight showings on Thursday. Not six o'clock showings on Thursday that were called preview showings. 
This was, you had to stand in line from six o'clock when you got off, whenever they started opening up that line. And you had to stand in line until midnight with your fellow geeks and Star Wars fanatics waiting years. So I stood in line from around six o'clock with buddies until 12 o'clock rolled around when the doors opened. The first Star Wars since 1983 in Return of the Jedi. And then we got Jar Jar. And we got Annie. And we got Trade Federations. <laughs> you got a negotiation movie with a weak plot, weak acting, a lazy script. <laughs> yes. And it's like, I did not want to see the inner machinations of a, whether or not this business like this trade business was going to survive the the the, the upcoming rebellion Which slash yeah didn't even help the story <laughs> that's the thing no so so was, so yeah oh, and i then, trolled so many people about oh that no movie. no no and, and yeah and this was the one of the things it's like i was like oh star wars is back it's the phantom menace it's gonna be the hugest thing and here i sat for six hours in line to get in and then i was like huh but then worse, uh, you came out of it. You enjoyed it. Tell, you, yeah, you, you enjoyed it. You and you didn't it. want to tell people that it was bad. Yeah, you didn't. You, you're like, uh, wow. All right. That's, it was uh, the man-eating chicken rule. <laughs> if you, okay, for, for, younger people, for the younger yeah. people out there, there used to be these things called circuses and fairs. Yes. And you'd have the geek show, which was all kinds of silly stuff. And there's always be the sign for the man-eating man eating chicken. chicken. Come see the man-eating chicken. And they'd have this picture of this giant chicken with a guy next to it. And you go in, you give the guy your money, and you go in and you sit down. And they hype it up. The man-eating chicken. You're going to see something you've never seen before. It's the man-eating chicken. And then finally they drop the curtain. And it's a man eating chicken. Eating chicken. Punctuation matters, folks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, what's funny about all of this you're standing in line for your thing and Katie's standing in line for her thing and me standing in line for for my thing. Doesn't hold a candle to you assholes that stood in line for the fucking Lorcana game, you fucks. What the <laughs> hell's wrong with you people? What is going on? 16 hours in line for a card game? You guys are broken. You guys are broken. Worse, for a card game that you're not going to play, that you're just trying to scalp and... You don't know if it's going to be any good and it, people are going to actually want to play the game. That's the that's the kicker with it. Yes. With Magic, it built a following and then people will wait in line for it. Yes. With Pokemon, it built a following and then people will wait in line for it. With Yu-Gi-Oh, it built a following of being a decent game first. And then Chuck E. Cheese came along and kicked everyone's goddamn exactly. ass. That's what happened right here, right now. You heard us, folks. Chuck E. Cheese. You know what? Chuck E. Cheese, the trading card game. We can make our own money. It'll. It's a license to print money and banjo songs everywhere, man. <laughs> <sighs> okay. I think that's an episode, right? Absolutely. Does that sound like a good episode? Absolutely. Everybody, does that sound? Does you. That sound like a you, 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 you people out there, did you think it was a decent episode? If not, we made it. It's number 61. You better like it. If you don't, well, sorry. I will force you to drink Jones special release turkey and gravy soda. 
Oh, we could only wish to. I thought to I'd live be able to finish the bottle before we were done. You did not. You failed. Your mission was to do it. You did not do it. But you can't get it down. Just like this podcast, you can't get it down. That's it for this episode of Anonymous Tabletop. We hope it's been as good for you as it was for us. As always, make sure to check out the rest of the podcasts on the Freebooters Network as well as join us on the Anonymous Tabletop Facebook page. Feel free to give us comments, suggestions, or even topics for Tim Sack. You know you want to. All the cool kids are doing it. But until next time, this is Anonymous Tabletop signing off. Hey there, Future Dave here. Yeah, sorry, there's no banter today. Uh, with a skeleton crew, there's not really a lot of cut material. Uh, so you get extra Dave. Hooray. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Uh, this episode took some time to get finished. Uh, life has kind of thrown a lot of curveballs at me this past month, and I've been really super stressed this past year. Life in general kind of sucks. Uh, unfortunately, something, something had to give. And sadly, it was getting this uh, podcast finished. I really drugged my feet on this one. I, it, it wasn't, uh, sadly, it wasn't the priority with everything that was going on. So uh, I know it, it, it's kind of a bummer way to end a comedy podcast and all, but uh, life does happen. Uh, but things do get better. So uh, you just go ahead and, and just realize this. Things get better. So make sure to take care of yourselves no matter what life throws at you. Um it's, it's always going to get better. But anyway, life goes on, and I'll see you next episode. Thanks, guys.
get that money, we'll remake your world. What would we give if we could relive all of our movies? How would they pay spending a day to watch something bland? Betcha we can do it again later on with the Pixar movies. Lightning McQueen. Live action machine starring the rock. We're ready to make what's already there. Ha <laughs> ha. It might be sacred, classic tradition. To be honest, I guess we don't. What's the word? Care. Our time has arrived. We're second to none. Our company truly will be number one. Our Sing. Get that money. <laughs> we'll remake your world. <laughs> ha! And that's Disney World. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>